Finish. That's an idea, though. They're cured in pasta jars. <laughs> Is it actually caprese <laughs> For <drink>? five years. <laughs> um, what were we saying about, uh, what's the name? Nope. You were talking about how early 2000 rappers, we didn't really know them as people. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I feel like within the last um, couple years, like we've been, I guess, like growing up with artists, they've exposed more of themselves and who they are. But the early, like, let's say from like, even like really like '98, I guess like artists that we are relevant to us. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, their, de- they, they, their debut albums were like '90, like '98, all the way to like what 2000. Let's say like 2005, really, and then everyone else is kind of like the next. Cause there was kind of a drought there, like from like 2006 to. I had a few eight. droughts. Was, mm-hmm. Then again, T Pain was in that era. Though. But then brought back say, by certain ones. Was like music. Well, I'll say yeah, because you said '98. Hmm. Like, two th- like honestly, 2005. Like who like, was they, actually who was legitimately legitimately talented in 2005? That was like that's still around. Correlate. I feel like a lot of Pharrell number. was out at that time. And I need a timeline and pitch. Yeah, for real. I can't think of years. So 2005. <laughs> I like was like, like Rose, 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 Rose debut album okay. was like uh, two thousand. Was like two thousand. That dude, yeah, like okay. two thousand five. Well, in two thousand five, um, college T-P- dropout comes out in like oh three. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like um, hmm. late registration yeah, era. Yeah, late registration. Um, Commons honestly, B. Yeah. This is early sniper. Laffy Tap. D for L. Yeah. Laffy Tap. Okay, okay. <laughs> also, I was in middle school. I listen. There we were. Because I was in high school. Numbers don't mean shit to me, y'all. We had to understand this. Santana just came out. What was the name? Joel Santana, first album. Chris uh, Brown, take, I guess we're getting Chris all Brown of the Chris up. Brown. Uh, yeah. I used to love me some Chris we Brown, but lit. Chris Brown was big when I was in middle school. Yeah. So I, I, I think this is the, that's the tail end of Nelly's like era, right? And Nelly's Where, run. Like, like the like artists are artists are like the artists are just artists. They're not people. Mm-hmm. They're artists. But then around two thousand and five, I guess starting off like let's say even like the Chris Browns. With a couple years later, you get the the domestic yeah, violence I was about to say, case. Nelly yeah. was huge Dude, because like, hot and artists, came out. I guess, like artists that came out after yeah. two thousand and five, we know more about them. But anybody before that, yeah. they're really just an artist that we don't we don't comprehend that they're humans, that they're people. And then mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, I would say, speaking of that, Kanye West's late, uh, college dropout. That he's a very personable on that album. That's why it made it so different. And that's why I think it had such a big impact. And it's the first time your debut Jeez. album, you're learning so much about Kanye, his his transgressions, his ups, his downs, like everything. You really getting at least you feel like you're really getting to know him on that album. And what, two years prior, uh, Jay Z drops the Blueprint, which is his most personable album. Mm-hmm. And even if you go back and listen to it, is he really all that personable? No. But it's just, but up until that point in time, it's his most personable. Album, really learn about how he is, how he thinks, how he's got to this point. He's a whole plan he laid out, and it's over these um, the samples, the soul, the sped up soul samples. He really brought that back into the forefront, which you know was executive produced by Kanye West and Bank and uh, Just Blaze. Timberland had sort of sort of a tangent. How do you feel about people saying that Blueprint was one of his worst albums? (laughs) That one his worst. They're yeah, completely wrong. I don't know. I li- like, They're I- just I listen, completely I listen wrong. to the blueprint. <laughs> the blueprint is it's it's maybe because I don't. I'm not that big of a fan of Jay Z outside of um, the Black Album, but I've listened to the entirety of the Blueprint mm-hmm. backward and forward multiple times. It's 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 eh. maybe because at the time. 
Okay. It might have. It might have stood yeah, out because like, at the time we're looking back, like yeah, the blueprint came out in 01. They got. They got. He, there's. There's songs. There's singles. They had girls, 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 and then encore and it is encore. Renegade. No, no, no. encore is renegade. Like, renegade is. That's on the album. one song yeah. I have. Girls, on good girls. Album. Renegade. Song cry. Song cry. H to the Izzo. I was gonna say. I think that album was the only one that existed in my existence with my with my mom and them being the ones that were playing. You don't. You don't know. So other than that, I really was like, nah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. To be honest, I think I like um, Life and Times Volume Three better than the Blueprint. If I'm being one or oh, that was the one. No, Life and Times. Yeah, Big Pimpin was on that. I'm about to say Hard Knock Live Volume but Two the B- is yeah, the album like the, I the, had. The, yeah. the B sides, the the, the deep that's cuts. The one, the that's deep the one that made Jay Z a star. He sold five money, million. Cash. I want to. I want to. I want to get that money, one. But cash, Life of Times Volume Three, that the deep cuts on that one are actually mm-hmm. better than the deep cuts on Blueprint. Man, to I me think, personally, the Blueprint is is is, is short. It's it's short and concise. I just really maybe I'm really into it. Got to listen to this whole podcast. Little short series. It's called the podcast name is like Breaking Atoms, and they go in and look at. Album. They had a four episode run where they just talked about the blueprint mm-hmm. and its significance, and they they interviewed like the producers, the engineers, and why the album became such a. And after the four part series, still mid. <laughs> Came with you. You're wilding, but like, I don't disagree with you much on your music takes. But this one, you're, you're objectively just wrong. I don't know. Have, have, have any of y'all gone back and listened to like a lot any early 2000s music at all? Like going back and listen to the albums, not just the singles. There's a every. I think everybody's here familiar with the singles, but My anybody whole... does any has anybody listened to like the actual albums that came out during that time? Yeah, a lot of yeah. my music that Let's I listen like, to is from really that like from that era, really like two thousand to two thousand and like three. Yeah, or lots four. of neo. Recently, yeah, and honestly, if you look at w- if you w- listen w- to the blueprint, it's literally like his it, influence I had on music is so is so big. Like even maybe not immediately after afterwards in the early to mid two thousands, but later on, like you see when you listen to Drake, you see so much of what Drake was doing is influenced by what was going on in the blueprint. You see Kanye West getting his early ideas out on the blueprint, like um Heart of the City, all these things, then when he gets to his own album, it's like, okay, it was him working within the structure. Now when you get to college dropout, it's him being freeform. Like, okay, now I'm let me really do what I want to do They had stuff just, together too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Kanye and Jay Z because I feel like I was listening to something oh, recently. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, that and I loved that. But I meant like I remember recently, like today or yesterday, in the car with Brandon, him playing one of Kanye's old ones and Jay Z talking like I can't stand you, Kanye. Like laughing oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and something, and I was, was like, on, they're that was cute. Dropout. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. I guess like comparing that, just like introducing that album, just mm-hmm. like compar- comparatively, like those albums really aren't weren't. That great, if I'm being honest. A lot of them weren't. A lot of them just were not. Were wait, not wait what album? Like early 2000s hip hop albums. Like the albums, the singles were phenomenal. The you know, the, the singles are phenomenal. The videos, all <laughs> that. The campaigns are great, but the actual albums, a lot of them were not very, hmm. very good at all. <laughs> and I guess, and I guess, and I guess it's weird that you know they're, they're just just the stardom, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You mm-hmm. see the singles, you see the money, you see the cribs, da 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 da, and then now you see their artists are more. Personable, and so seeing these older artists coming and speaking is kind of just like know, wow. Bro. You kind of you, you got, kind of a weird ass nigga. You had Blueprint. <laughs> That's the best part. You had a uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. You had The Motivation One One. Oh man, you Pharrell's uh, in my mind. Um, 
Young Joe's best thing smoking. Maybe we're talking like yeah, in this, a like, subtle context. This is like this is the tra- this is the transition. Like yeah, of course, of course there are yeah. there's, there is there is in a year in music where a classic album has came out, mm-hmm. but I guess like compar- comparatively. Okay, you, I give you that. I think that's what the probably the influx of more. Are we just talking hip hop, or are we talking about music in general? Because I honestly do not know about any other genre of music up until like maybe like twenty eleven, twelve. I hate with your ass. Cause I was like, I just bought, I went to the record store back home because records are a lot cheaper. And we have a place called Vintage Vinyl that I go to when I go home because we only got the one left. But I went and got um, Cold Plays, A Rush mm. of Cold Blood to the Head because that was one of my favorite mm. albums. Is there early Cold Play? I forgot about that. It's their that. second album. When did that come out? That had to come out. I had to be in middle I think, school. They, I think Viva La Vida was... That's their th- that's fourth album. Later, yeah, that's later on. That's their fourth album. sound was my shit. That's X and Y. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't. So it's like, it's like, it's like Coldplay, it's like Coldplay actually Coldplay. had music before they Viva La Vida. They slapped us real good. <laughs> yes. And I cannot with you. Yes, of course. I was they did. I'm, I was a black person, ra- you know, born and raised in the South. Hey, all I'm saying I is, listened to Green a lot Day of... dropped American Idiot back then, and that shit was fire. Yeah. I wanted American to get into that, but I, was, I just was oh, it not. came out in 2002. <laughs> so yeah, because I was just like that album. I had X Y, and I had um, Viva La Vida. Because I was 12. No. That's how I can remember because of bumps. my age goes with These the years. Numbers. That's why I'm so it's bad hard. for you because I will never no, be able to remember. That's lucky. I. Any of that, yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. What, what was out? Give me albums. Give me. Okay, so I Give me cultural references. Cultural references. You said two thousand two. Pop culture landmark the year nine eleven. Yeah, it was the year after. Yeah. Oh, fourth grade. Fourth grade. Because I was in sixth. Okay. I was in sixth grade, going to seventh grade. Shit. Yeah. That year just. I can't yeah. like I remember my fourth grade teacher, but anything that happened that year, tsh, yeah, shit in me. Yeah. I remember, I remember that day, but that album I bought the Kareem Bailey Ray album, her first album. I love that. I love oh her. yeah, that came. That it was like it's fifteen years. I don't think I heard her. I don't think I really even her. knew about her until like she had like an MTV ringtone or some shit. Right. And that was in, like oh I my god, I forgot the TV would have those. Those things. ringtone commercials? When did this come out? Yeah, I think. It came out in 2006. Oh, th- oh things, things uh, Gen Z will never. Oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Just Like a Star. Top 10 songs Y'all are taking time. me back. I mean, I, I literally know. The only thing I remember about Corinne album. Bailey Ray is that I remember my friend at, my friend at the time. He was having um, he was having a kid. And then, like, this other girl that was in, that was, like, our, our friend group. And then... I th- was her mom, was was the baby mom at the at the crib, but I just remember Karim Billy Ray like it was at the, we were just at their crib one night and then it was just like they go upstairs and she was just getting dug out to Karim <laughs> Bailey Ray and like we were like right. downstairs like trying to like, <laughs> trying to like salvage like it was just like yo we That's were just like yeah, we were just like yo, what the f- we were just kind of like yo what the fuck is like she was like primal oh, screams like she was. Yo, that was her fucking shit. Corinne Bailey Ray. I was yeah, just like, I ain't never that's thought. That's proper back cracking music. I was just like, what? I was Kareem like, Bailey Ray I was in like high back. school, and I was like the first time that anybody who was like consciously was like, yo, people are in my house, but I'm still going to get my nut off. I've never, I've never even realized that people do that, and that happened. Like, damn, y'all fucking for real. I'm gonna bring up. I'm bring up Neo. Back then, I was like very, I was like, I was like band geek. Oh yeah, in my own words, that's around that time. Because no, not even in my own words, because of you. That came out in 2007. That whole album 
was good. Wait. I mean, that was my, like, I don't know if that was his first album that he came out with. Or it was In My Own Words, Neo's first album. I don't even remember, but I like both of those albums. <laughs> they were they were everything. To me. I can't I can't I can't look at Neo without thinking of my homeboy who calls himself the gentleman. Oh, <laughs> no. Who does that? Oh, <laughs> no. And I mean and then how we can forget it's Usher whole like ten plus years like Album, but he had like eight seven oh one. He had um, confessions that came out in two thousand and four. Like he, dang, that came out oh four. Oh four confessions 04. came. I out. remember what was confessions. No, I, I remember the <sighs> man. That I whole like fucking album. Like seven, I don't like what we're doing the with our social, right now, They played Letter Burn. They played Letter Burn at the social. Look. I had a moment. Oh yeah, and yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. Call, like, I call remember listening me, to that like, and playing mm. Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I was listening to Usher. The game or like the cards? The card game. Oh wow. You yeah. was playing the card game? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards were the prettiest. I liked it more than the Pokemon cards, even though I liked the Yu-Gi-Oh stealing cards Pokemon. were the prettiest. Did anybody do card captors? Like card captors Sakura? Sakura? Yeah. I yeah. love that anime. I had the yeah, I had the whole little thing that was a, shaped you, like a shadow so box. You were in a card captor Sakura? Yeah, I had wow. the uh, actual shadow box and had the book like it was plastic, but it wow. had all the uh, cards yeah. in it. That's uh, when I when I first got into that anime, I was just like, yo, this is this shit is amazing. Yeah. I didn't realize that other people were like into it when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It but was, it was like this is ridiculous. It was very great. popular. It was also heavily, heavily edited for us American audience. Okay, so what about Mario? Because <laughs> Mario had his go album. I had that album that came out in two thousand six. And I know that whole album from beginning to end. So that's like the that's a very oh, awkward. Yeah, that, yeah, that, I feel like that was in a very awkward time period. I don't think there's oh, a yeah, lot that of Biz Marquis, came out there um, in that time. No, that God bless good. the dead. Uh, just a friend. That was his first album. Go was the second album. Just saying, I just know that was the all. Over, <laughs> that was <laughs> the all. Like that was the all over print hoodie era, and I just that don't. Was, oh my god. Yeah, it was just everything. Oh, everything about the, the world was just awkward. Okay, all right, all right. So we're not gonna sit. And throw some D's. That fucking that all that over slaps. print hoodie. That that, that shit slapped. Uh-huh. Oh, you can't tell me that wasn't the cleanest that, shit. That shit slapped though. That sh- that was that, that's that was a, that's a timeless record though. That's a classic. The baby that had, blue with the, the white those, clouds. Those, those, yeah, those that's always. The reverse I had that jacket. Wow. I literally wow. forgot. I had that jacket. <laughs> not saying not saying nothing. And I got it from Atlanta and went back home to wear it. Yeah, just, just saying nothing, like, not saying that nothing good came out of that era. It's just like there was more awkward, not very good things that came. What about out. Lil John? Because Lil John had a yeah. whole era as well yeah. of angry music. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it ain't no if. I'm gonna bring it up because I think he went from the windows to the walls. No, no. He he has he has he has little remnants. Lil John and Eastside Boys Crunk Juice came out in 2004. Kings of Crunk came out in 2002, and Put Your Hood Up came out in 2001. I had all three albums on my phone. All of them. I just don't have a way. Yeah, we was in the club. Angry. (laughs) We was in the club. (laughs) We was in the club. Uh, Yes, because at the time, like good music was like hood angry music. Mm-hmm. Just like, like, we, like, like we had the twerk era, then we had the, we had the twerk, we had the hood, we had the angry hood music. That's where I then was. We had the that's twer- my, then we had the in twerk 2001? era. Yeah. All of, that's what I'm saying. From early 2000, was angry hood music. But in 2005, I get into the club. And then we get into the then we get into the snap. Then we get we transition. We transition from the snap from the snap era. You stupid. Into the twerk era. Into the trap era. Wow. 
the life. Which is a very, very strange Lord, transition. Like, why, trap is such a it's weird, so weird because why would you want to like why would you want to stop? They were those things kind of <laughs> they overlapped. It was you know like it was a different because they got future and Travis Porter. Yeah. But eventually it got to the point where it's nothing but like heavy drill trap music. Yeah. They stopped playing they stopped playing the the what happened the to like the little music. scrappies you, and you like you think girls aren't, aren't still talking to that though? I love crunk music. No. I don't care what you say. There I've I, <laughs> no, I, I, I caught myself at a couple parties that were within an age group that are a little bit younger than I should have, so I left early. Uh, they you know, stopped twerking. No, they, they stopped twerking. You know what happened? Speaker happened? knockers died. He was ma- no dance. He was making stop. music for them to twerk to. I'm so serious. I'm Ooh. so serious. Oh, yeah, I was like, sugar, sugar, shout out to Brandon, bro. I'm so serious, no. bro. And my homeboy Theo. No, I, bro. I thought this shit was wild too, but I, I was out with some, you know, like in college, like the kids younger than you. Yeah, basically, like you, you like, go to like what, one of their parties when you're like throwing what, speaker knockers, they go crazy. I'm like, yo, we're like a year, two years apart, and y'all are going nuts. For this? I've never heard. Who I don't think I've ever really knocker? heard of a speaker knock. Speaker, speaker knocker. He's a speaker knuckle. Speaker but it's, it's just like the, you know, like that one, speaker that one knockers. or two, yeah. that one or two years you that you're still going before. to. A, that one or two years after you graduated, that you're still going to a couple college parties, and it's just like I went, I went to one, and I was just like. You heard a speaker knock. Yeah, I think I, I think I know that. Everybody's heard that one. Because they would throw ass to it. But all of a sudden they stopped. That's what I'm, that, I don't know. It was it was very I think it was a it was a very weird period of time when they just stopped. When you go to a party and they just stop twerking. And then it's like the entire hour and a half. It'll what do you just, mean they stop twerking they like stop halfway twerking. in the mid, like the song? No, like they like they'll play, they'll try to play the twerking songs, but then like the girls would not twerking. Well, they, is it like old twerking songs? Is like, it only so many girls? Is it is no? It it'll, be like, it'll, be, it'll be like a de- it'll be like it a was, it, was a, it was an unfortunate cultural reset. I don't yeah. know. About, I don't, I don't, I know, I know twerking just died. Okay, but twerking what happened to died. all the twerk? Queens, no, we got the, the mulattoes, the Meg, the Stallions, the Cardi B's. They weren't was, talking like, to that. Nobody wanted to be. It came a period of time where it's like it went from you can go to a party and like go crazy, wild out, and no one, while would. And nobody would know. But now everybody get their phones out. You're right. So, uh, you're right. It was a clear uh, happening like in Savannah. Your freshman and sophomore year parties, like parties was lit. High school, was, high school or college? High school. It was like all oh, the at least in Savannah. It was like the capital parties was lit. So like oh. We, we, we got high school like 08, 07, 07, 08, 09. Going to parties like, oh, it's lit. Girls are twerking. It was, you know, everyone was having a good time. Around 2009, 2010, when Twitter finally really became popular, Twitter, Facebook, all those things really started popping off. People be like, at the parties on their phones. Mm-hmm. And they'd be talking about So now you couldn't be like, oh, so it, it, it wouldn't be, it would be like, oh, we Vegas, was at a party. We nothing was, else. We was like, all of a sudden, like, you, oh, you don't want to like, be caught twerking oh, on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah like, oh, Instagram that girl, stories oh, that girl like that. she was on the flow. Right, and then they would be talking shit. And then people started. And then what she it all started with some good old-fashioned slut-shaming. Yeah. And then people started, and then people started, and you like pic, or you like take pictures. It got real demeaning, really like toxic. Real bad, real fast. And so it got to the point at parties, no one wanted to do anything because it'd be like, ain't nobody want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so ain't nobody want to end up on the jumbotron. So you want, yeah, you don't want to end up on that summer jam stage. So he was like, on the summer jam screen. So he was like, all right, cool, you know, if you can find a good mix where it's not a whole lot of people, but the people there want to have a good time, yeah, you might fuck around and have a good night in Savannah. But other than that, it was just like everyone goes, they playing Gucci Man for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> the girls sitting there. Mm-hmm. 
thugging just like the niggas is. It was like, oh, this is. Then you start throwing on the trap, nigga, trap yeah. songs, and then Playboy Cardi came out and then switch roles. Now the niggas, niggas start twerking. twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, that's throwback. <laughs> that's basically what happened. The niggas started twerking. Yeah. But what what's what's new that y'all been listening to? Well, it's not necessarily new, but I saw Tim and Paula in concert. How was How that? Was that? Fucking sensation. How emotional was he? White Jesus? That I was for- the most white people I've seen in one place in years. I forgot uh, that he was I forgot that he was coming and then all of a sudden I see Madrid is like at the Tame Impala concert. I was like, damn, I might have might have could have would have should have maybe yeah. probably wouldn't have it at the end I but I was just like, like on the fence about going to shows and yeah, shit. Yeah, I was like, damn, Tame I thought I thought I had at least had another 2 weeks before Tame Impala was coming. Mm-hmm. And it was like And then um, all of a sudden he's there. You had to either have the vaccine or Took a um like a test to get in, but granted, I kind of was just like, "Here's my car," and they was just whatever. So you, you <laughs> didn't look, I was like, "This could, this could have been really, a fucking index car." Anybody <laughs> was really order yeah. yeah. because because I do know that Kitchenot is coming. I might have to do Ooh, something. Yeah. I might have to. I told y'all about that. Like a Friday, I might have to, on a Friday. On a Friday, I might have to go ahead and get that stamp. Shit, so the Tyler Cali event show that's next year. It's so it isn't so, ain't sold out. There. It's like eighty five for like it's basic 80. though. Yeah. So it's eighty five for what? <laughs> that's 80, like eighty five for like the ticket. To, that's to like three. Room. But general admission is like eighty dollars. Is yeah. it standing room? Like is it? I mean, I would pay eighty five. But when I was looking on there, they were more expensive than that. That's for that's, the, it's for the seats. Like general admission, you can get in on the floor. General admission is probably sold out though. No, general admission was eighty. So it's probably was, the it's seats probably, is like was like one one seventy nine. Yeah. So like the, the general the mission probably sold out though. But I no, general mission. I still I just, I just looked yesterday. Oh shit! I mean, I'm buy a general mission. I was like they sold out quick. I thought it was no, like I buy oh, that, man. but I wasn't gonna spend a hundred for it. But I want I'll go to that. I went. I got the tickets for the K Trinata and Stango's gonna be there. So I'm excited for that. Let me know when Scissors in town. Okay, that's all I gotta say. She was just in town. Don't talk I'm to me. I'm, I'm joking. I want her to stop it. One, one. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'll probably. She could have we'll, been we'll for Afro. Will not miss is Toro. I saw her there with Ooh, a yeah. long time. Or they this, had what's... the black girls do Afro punk this year. Like Tim's and all of them did Afro. They headline. It was just women. Hmm. So I think really? Scissor was with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she's done it before. I was leaving I went Atlantic with, Station. Along... I saw all the Afro punk shit. I was like, wait. 16, 2015. I hate to say that I found out about Afro punk after the fact when I felt like I could have. I'm not saying I'm going to buy tickets because I don't got any of their albums, but it was just like, damn, you know, I don't think they was just promoted like they could have been. Yeah. They Afro-punk haven't been in a while. Like, Afropunk doesn't really promote like that. It struggles. It's trash. Yeah, um, I, it's probably I, for the best. Yeah, I legit didn't know Afropunk was, was in Atlanta until like the day it was there. And I still didn't see a lot of people talking about it. Or, I thought it was always in yeah. Atlanta. It has been. It's, 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 it's in Atlanta. It's like yeah. a touring. Yeah. Not touring, but like they have different types. I know it's one in Atlanta and it's one in New York. The one that the one I went here. to was here, and no, it was the, like the, the 2000. The original was in New York, though. 2014 yeah. or something, because it was like with the, Kelsey when he was still like alive. The old, and like the got OG, to see like the original mm-hmm. like Afropunk, where yeah. they get everything. It was basically there's like the original Afropunk, and then they commercialized it. Mm-hmm. The original one was in New York, and then they commercialized it in New York, and then they brought it across. You know, whatever, they got it afterwards. here. They got it in like Johannesburg. Hmm. I was once go to the one in New York. But now it's just like it's it's really big, like you said, it's commercialized. I mean, not that it would no, be no, like, no. oh, I don't really want to go now, but it's just kind of like, I mean, y'all don't really got anybody I'm trying to see. That's the thing. I don't. I gotta find out who the artists are that 
are popular and new that would be performing because I want to go out. I do have the vaccine. I don't have the card because Ma and them are the ones who took me, so they're probably holding that hostage. But you can, you know, you can go on where'd you get it? Where'd you mychart.com get it? or some shit like that, right? No, where'd you get your vaccine at? Eastside Hospital in Snellville. You got to go to the... I'm not going to Snellville, but I will if I got to. <laughs> no, I'm saying if you just want to vaccinate, you really, you you can go anywhere, any public place, any like the Board of Health and have them look your name up because you should oh. be in grits. You should be in, it should be in your shot record. So right. I lost my vaccination yeah. card. Right. You go up and there they and they they'll just the barcode they, in your arm. Okay. It'll right. probably be the same as getting your nose started. It's probably the same as getting your immunization. Get that barcode. No, you can no, you just go somewhere and get them to uh, <laughs> I was new, crying. New vaccination card. That's why my mom took me in. And they, probably, I've been going through a lot, but I was crying because my ears were hurting. And they basically kidnapped me to go get the vaccine. Because I wasn't going to until I needed to. Mm. But, you like that. You know? I don't know. I got mine at CVS and I can go on CVS and look at my card. Yeah. And also find Because I'm going to these shows. I'm going to start uh, enjoying myself. Yes. Might as well. And these like, artists. I, I had a great time. I had like I had a drink in my hand. Life changing. I, I two edibles before I left. Boom. Two. All yeah. you needed. Dos. Oh, there. they come two, smaller two, two. now. You can probably yeah, yeah. Them. You know, little gummies. I was just up. I was up in there vibing. You feel <laughs> me? Right. Recording it. <laughs> singing my heart out. It was great. You see yeah. anybody you know? Ooh. I would hate that. <laughs> these days, I was like, man, I'm trying to. I'm, when I go to a show, I'm not trying to see nobody. I'm not trying to say what's up. There's too many times where that happens to see somebody, and then it's like awkward. It's like, damn, no, nah, I'm yeah, no, nah, I didn't see anybody I knew, but I knew people that were up there. But oh, it was okay. so thick, like that shit was thick. Uh, like uh, no, he actually brought Tim and Paula brought some of the BBLs out. Oh, word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, what BB- is a BBL? BBW. I don't know what that is. Oh, the BBLs or the BBWs? Both. It's a, it's a BBL though. I don't want to know. Surgery butt, butt lift. lift. Uh, I don't get it though. But why would you mean? Brazilian. He brought the women who got who got BBL surgery up on stage. On stage, that's clearly their type. Is the BBLs like Tame Impala a lot? Is what you're saying? BBLs like Tame Impala. I was not expecting that. How did that happen? But you know, Miami popular, so they look like they. This probably playing that during the surgery. You probably right. You probably right. So uh, subconsciously, they just pushing it okay. into the women's brain. So, do any of y'all plan on going to go see the Fugees on the world tour? No. Atlanta's one of their stops. I, I I borrowed the score one time when I was on a bus for my my friend. Like when I was on a bus in middle school, this is like two thousand. This is like two thousand and five, maybe. On a bus in Duluth, my friend let me borrow the score. I was like. I don't know about this. So after that, I never really listened to the Fugees. Damn. I haven't really, li- you know, the mis- miseducation of Blur Hole. I, pro- I think I have that CD. I, n- I still have not listened to it. Really? One, one That's the, the best part. One of the few albums that's gone diamond. Few rap albums. Oh, yeah. What, the Fuji album? No. I'm sure, that, I'm sure they're, 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 very, they're very That proud. sounds about right. I mean, I also, another album from getting to end had that. But ain't nobody finna go see them. Uh, their first show was a pop up in New York. <laughs> They were three hours late. Uh, oh, yeah. Then, that's they, a performed, thing. So seven, they, they, then each, they performed seven songs. They each individually had to be an hour late. <laughs> I guess. I, mm. See, that was a thing, too. At Afropunk, SZA was hella late. And I was still happy to see her. Of course, I was screaming. I loved it. And I, it was She awesome. wasn't late. She was in a crowd, but she was laying crystals. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. She was smudging all the corners. That is such a good one. She was putting the crystals on. There was a lot of sage that they were burning in there that. 
whole day. Yeah, but they're, 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 they're a fully solar charge. Yeah, yeah. twelve hours. They had to shift. They had to shift the, the stage like three degrees just so it'd be on the same uh, key plane. But the, um, what I've been listening to a lot lately, as far as like, new music, has been uh, West Side Guns' latest project, with both part one and part two. Hitler wears Hermes eight. So Ooh. it's like a. You made a face. I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, I said it, it, uh, it's, it's a mixtape series called Hitler Wear Hermes. So it's very. Hit me where the Hermes. Hitler was Hit, her man? Hitler, Hitler wears Hermes. Oh, Hitler wears, wears Hermes. Hermes? Yeah. Damn. He says like a play on the Devil Wears Prada. Nice. So that's when you got the, like the Devil Wears Prada. I, Hitler, wear her, Hitler wears Hermes. You know what? I went into something totally different. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Hitler wears Chanel. But I was like, did Hermes ever say. I was like, what is it? What is? Where, does anybody know where Hermes come from? That is, is Italian. Is it, is it Spanish? Italian? Hermes. Ooh, Italian. it probably Hermes. is. Yeah. Got a little bit of something Hermes, behind Hermes, it too. Yeah. I mean, Hermes, the Italians Hermes. were a part of, you know, a part with the Nazis. So you know, I. <laughs> no, but he said it's just a. He said, yeah, he said a whole mixtape title. Get a load of this fucking guy. Yeah, he said the whole mixtape title. The fucking is just a, The whole mixtape title is just a play off of the Devil Wears Prada. That's but and that's like Hitler's wear Hermes, Fly God, you know, um, all those. Works was like what really kind of put uh, West Side Gun on. We really first started blowing up, and it's crazy because he got he said on the last run was gonna be his last one. He said eight, you know, eight is a complete number. You know, eight is the beginning, and he starts start out eight is the beginning there. So it's like you, know, it's, a, it's a circle, it's a never ending circle. Infinity oh, okay. it means to build and destroy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Eight so, is to destroy. Yeah. So he was just yeah. like, yeah, nine is when you was the born. What? <laughs> Do the knowledge, God. Yeah, yeah. Who the what? Do the knowledge guy. So, so really, he was. Um, it's great. Like part one was really was pretty good. Part this sounds two real whole tip. No, we gotta know where the line is between before Hotep. I was speaking Hotep over what he was saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I was getting. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, but now it's it's great gritty drug rap. Of course. What's of the worst? Of course, because you think that you are a rapper from '98. Like I, I think really you think that you got Tim's on and like the streets is blue and at you my, over here slinging crack. In my core, I was raised on '90s rap. <laughs> See, what's the 90s, word before Hotep? What's the 90s, word that's um, New York? Not bad. Street rap was what I was. Was what I was. Was my, was my comeuppance. I got into the South and all that shit later on in life. But like when I my early like when I really think about listening to rap, I was riding around with my brother. He was listening to Elmatic. He was listening to Jay Z. He was listening to That's cute. The but Lost your brother. Boys. So these, this is what he was listening to at the time. The so Lost Boys. Yeah, the Lost Fuck out of here. Yeah, the Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah, legal drug money. I have legal drug money. Like it's. Like yeah, that was listening to Black Moon and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what my brother that's was into. That's a beautiful into name for a song. So I was song like, or okay, artist? cool. It's no, it's, it's a it's a group. A yeah. group, Black yeah. Moon, even better. A group. So I was like, yeah, yeah, this was that was my genesis of it all or whatever, right? But yeah, um, Hitler Boy Herman, it's it's great. It's um, honestly, of all the projects that's coming out this year, it's definitely top three in my opinion. Especially when you combine the two, it's just a lot. It's a lot of music. The first the first part one is like. 20 tracks, part two, like 22 tracks. It's a long it's piece a lot of, of work. fucking music. It's, yeah, but it's his last one. Is he retiring? No, it's like, he's like, so many so many opportunities for him to then block because he has a mixtape series called Hitler Wears Hermes. Like Hitler. He had HW8 on Times Square billboards. It's like, you, 
you putting he posts pictures of Hitler in Hermes as the album covers, and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is not a good look. Why do like, why, like, why would you just stop? How many times we've had this? After, like, why why would you just stop? Why would you just stop? You know what I'm saying? That's you know, what I'm saying? Oh, let me do like four more though. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah, crazy. Before, I don't want to bring attention to an after the fact. When he was he was still really underground on some underground shit, so no one was really picking up on it. Then as Griselda. Started blowing up. There's an old West Side Gun Best Works. It's a good project. You got to check out the Hitler West Hermes. But, but it's like, like, I uh, mean, West Side Gun, <laughs> like, I would consider West Side Gun has been popping since. If it reaches me, they're popular. Yeah. To, in my opinion. Yeah, if they, yeah. if they, once it gets to me, if I'm not searching it out, you're popular. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. That was like, I, what's the West Side Gun? That's like, what? That's two, not true. Three, you be knowing a whole three, bunch three. of shit. Nobody know. I don't be knowing what you're talking if I, about. If there's, there's artists that have to go like three and four artists deep. You know, when you, when you go when, you, when you're in, uh, I, you know, iTunes or iMusic or mm-hmm. Spotify, and it's like you go through the, who this person sounds like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you go like three and four artists deep, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, if it's suggested to me, you're popular. If you're on my my, if you're on my mix, I see what you're saying. You're popular. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But that was like three. That was like what two thousand eighteen for me, probably whenever mm-hmm. when I first heard of West Side Gun. So whatever number that was, <laughs> yeah, he you know what I'm saying? It. Like I don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what Hitler wears Hermes volume that was. But it's like after <laughs> that, like you, if that's the case, mm-hmm. then it should have stopped around. Yeah, I think Hitler wears Hermes seven. I want to say that came out a year twenty. I think it came out twenty nineteen. Yeah, should have just. It yeah, he, said, he said he meant, he really didn't meant, meant for that to be the last one. And then he's like, I gotta do one more. I didn't really tell nobody the seven was gonna be the last one. So uh, now y'all know this. The last I mean, one. seven. I mean, this no more. I mean, seven is a decent number to end off of. Like, so if you're gonna do Hitler Wars Hermes, just call it a different album. But the energy is still there. Yeah, which uh, everyone does. But yeah, uh, check it out if you like. If you like Griselda, this is a quintessential Griselda album, in my opinion. I, I listened to um, No Idols by Domo Genesis mm-hmm. last, I think it was like last night. I was like, wow, he didn't get any credit for what he was doing back in 2000. This is like 2013, 12, 13. That's just like, no. He was, I, he was too overshadowed. That's Tyler, that's our future, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Domo Genesis. That's exactly why he didn't get credit. I'm, so Do, I've been so missing, Domo Genesis had, name, had an like, Alchemist, fully produced Alchemist project. Mm-hmm. By himself in 2013, back when the Alchemist wasn't real. I mean, he had Cover. It's like a couple yeah, years Cobra after Cover Coop. There may have been another project here and there, but I'll put the Alchemist was still in his whatever yeah. status that he was during Cover Coop, where it's like he had a couple albums out. Mm. If you're really super, super underground, you appreciate it for what he's done in the past, but he wasn't where he is now. Mm-hmm. Domo Genesis had an entire album produced by the Alchemist in 2013. And it gets, it's not. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Completely overlooked. Yeah. It is the that is it is. How do you the, listen to it? YouTube or something? You have to have it. Probably YouTube. Right. But well, other might, than it that, might be on like that. Piff or yeah, something. maybe you can probably download it somewhere. But yeah. I just happen to. I just happen to have the. I just happen to have it. The um, CD. But it's just like that. And it's like that specific type mm-hmm. of music is what's the most popular right now. But it's like. Domo Genesis got zero. He, it's like he gets zero credit for even being that's that so artist. Weird. That is the most. That's so doing the, one of the most popular underground yeah, genres was, right now. You gotta think at that, at that time, Tyler was Tyler. Yeah. yeah. If you like rap, you liked Earl. I remember that point. Oh, like, everyone was. Yeah. Everyone's. Uh, at that time, I remember, Earl I, did not I, have a project at that time. This I know is pre, pre chum. Okay, yeah, but this like right at the time around the time he disappeared. But anytime People. you heard Earl rap, I remember seeing this on blogs. All was it real time. rap? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. People were comparing Earl to Nas. Like, or Earl was like a young Nas. People were like, Earl was Yeah, so it was like, all right, so you had the Tyler fans. So if you're a Tyler fan, you were super into Tyler. You had Earl, and then if you was really gonna know, you like you really fuck with Frank Ocean because he was like, oh, this nigga, oh, this singing ass nigga is really dope over here. The internet was really just kind of starting out that time, so it was like they weren't. They, I know what I'm saying, but like I don't think they were. That brain, no idols. I don't. There was. There, I don't think there was the internet when when I was came out. That wasn't even out yet. Twenty twelve. Unless unless it was like literally their first project. Well, regardless, I think. A point I'm trying to make, I think Domo Genesis being in our future, I think he just got lost in the sauce. Like, it was so many other people who already had their established fan bases. He's kind of like, I'm here. Which is really weird because I'll probably say this before, but Rolling Papers is probably out of our future. It's probably the best tape that they have. Mm-hmm. Other than the first our future tape, Rolling Papers really is the best project. Like, our early, our future, like, odd future before they blew up. Rolling Papers is like their best piece of music that they have out. That was Domo. That was Domo. Sure. And I don't. It's kind of. It's kind of weird. Like I he, does, he does. Under, he does under. Was it under the influence? It's another tape that came out during that time. Mm-hmm. And then, No Idols, completely produced by the Alchemist. Like even even back then, the Alchemist still had some sort of like pull within even that part. Like even in like the underground music, like he still had music with like respect from like. Uh, you know, Mob Deep, mm-hmm. whatever you, you know, whatever okay, he puts bro. out is on Two Dope Boys, which is the biggest <clears throat> blog of all. What did he mm-hmm. drop yeah. after that, though? Uh, Afternoon Whitles? Yeah, he had it. He there was at least I think there was at least two projects before. Um, there was like there was probably one project, and then he had an album that came out in like 2016, maybe. And then our future broke around that time too, didn't it? I don't know the, the beginning. I don't know. The, I don't. I don't know the time. Like, put this way, technically, technically, yeah, yeah, Vince Staples is part was, of our future. Yeah, I mean, like Sean Coltrane. If we're talking about that, that's so like, that. I mean, that specific era. That was the Sean Coltrane. That was the name. That was Sean Coltrane. This is called Sean Coltrane. This is also this was also maybe like a year or so before our future tape two. The album it was before that. So I don't know. I think it's again. I wasn't into our future at all during this whole period. I didn't really get into. Uh, I didn't get into. Uh, I was gonna I say. Start... I think it was Earl's mom that was making it where he was disappearing. That's why everybody was like, "Free Earl, no, right?" He, no, no, that was way. That's like before. He, that's like yeah. Way they, before. She sent him to a, a boarding school, uh-huh. in like Hawaii or something like that. Yeah, oh, that, but that, that was like twenty. That was like 2010, 2011. But this, this is like this is like twenty like twenty twelve like when when that project. Because everyone's like trying to oh, find okay. Earl. He he been rap about these like I was I was hiding out. Into these fuck nigga, into these fuckers from Complex found me because someone, some random person from the boarding school he was at posted a picture on his Facebook. He had like 50, 50 people, and somehow, some way, someone found out. So oh, the person in the back, that was like Earl. Was, oh shit! Then they pulled up the That's school. That's crazy. The directory found his real name. Like, oh, that is Earl. And That's everyone, crazy. Then he, then he had kind of blue, blue a spot. And he was kind of like, yeah. And it was hard. He talked about it at the time when he left. It was right before our feature really blew up. Blew up. But and then when he came back, he came back to being a star. He was like, "This is." Imagine you go off, you you go home, like you said, you normalize. Mm-hmm. You go off, you in Illinois. You come to Atlanta for a year. You come back to Illinois, and now you're 
the biggest. The, yeah, yeah. You're, you're the new Nas. Hannah Montana. Yeah, now you're Hannah legitimately Montana. the new Nas. You're going. You're going. That's on, bigger. <laughs> that's bigger. You're going on tours and stuff like that. It's like I. You was like I wasn't really prepared for any of that. Like he probably wrote like ten songs. Yeah. Pro, he, release probably probably not more than ten songs were released. Yeah, and then even events. Vince, Vince, he talks about it like when Earl disappeared. He's like, yeah, I had to go back to the streets because you was my he. Ben mm. says, of all the people, off, he was really cool as with Earl. So when Earl disappeared, it's kind of like, all right, why are you? You know, it's like, all right, eh, okay. I can't really be around. So he said, that's when he really went back into the streets, for real, for real. Yeah. Honestly, I guess side bring, bringing it back to current, I'm really waiting for another Action Bronson album. Because I just think, just thinking about the No Idols, the no Idols album, mm-hmm. I guess that was, that was during the time where it was like, there was like a kind of like a meditation with... The Alchemist, then you hear Tyler the Crater over the Alchemist production, thinking about, you know, the mm-hmm. the um the Freddie Gibbs album hearing Tyler over the Alchemist. Yeah. Like, oh man, this is great. Alfredo. It, do, it's like, do they have anything? Oh yeah, they did that back in No Idols. Mm-hmm. Vince Staples, all the way back in No Idols. Action Bronson, all the way back to No Idols. Mm-hmm. All of these different incubations of music that came about were kind of like right there on Action Bronson. Went on to no Georgia Idols. Southern. No, you gotta be fucking kidding. Action Bronson went to Georgia Southern. He writes about. It. He said, "I fixed the I fixed the game between Georgia Southern and Grambling." Yeah, the Nick went. Out, he went to Georgia Southern. What? <laughs> I'm a, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, like, a party I'm, school. I'm a leg, yeah. like I'm a legitimate Action Bronson fan. I had no, I had, I had no yeah, idea. You, uh, you listened to his mixtape series of Blue Chips. I did, but I have, I have I have specific songs within like Blue Chips one. No, Blue Chips two. There are specific songs like Midget's Cough is probably the one of the. Funniest songs I've probably heard him. No, he references Georgia Southern throughout those throughout those projects. That's the only reason I really know because I know people from Georgia Southern is like, yeah, they was listening to it. I'm like, nigga, you listen to this? I was like, Georgia Southern and Action Bronze, that just doesn't. Such, the nigga from New York is like, why the how the fuck do you end up in Georgia Southern? Like, exactly. I don't fucking know. Trying to get out of trying to get out of New York. Yeah. yeah. Either North Carolina or Georgia. I don't know them niggas. They they forever talk about New York yeah. and move away. Yeah, but you know, Everybody party supplies. Uh, yeah, Blue Shirts uh, makes it here with party supplies. It was. He was good. He sounded like Ghostface Killer. You could hear the reference. He said that thing about Ghostface and the Ghostface had to talk to him. And yeah, was... I actually, I recently started listening to Supreme Clientele, the album mm-hmm. from Ghostface. Came out like, I think this, it was, it's like 2001, the same year that the W from Wu Tang came out. That's what, that's, that, that, I think that's the last album. Like, that's either the first mm-hmm. album without ODB or the first out. It's either the first album without ODB or the last album with ODB. Supreme clientele came out that year. That's probably peak, that's probably peak Ghostface Killer. Yeah. He, he probably had you know, you, know, you, like, you like Supreme clientele. Supreme clientele. You know what's funny? Half of the beats that are on the blueprint to bring it back full circle. Kanye West made with Ghostface Killer in mind for Supreme Listen, clientele. Supreme clientele, like that project right there. That's it's such a classic. It's such a classic hip hop album. May I mean it's probably like it's like main main like maybe like seventy five percent of it is a classic. The other five, the other twenty five is like yeah. But Supreme Clientele, that's because like that part of it is um New God Flow. That's mm-hmm. from um one of the songs. Shake from. that party, party that party. Yeah, come and have a good time with God. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah that's man. That <laughs> Supreme Clientele, but Ghostface Killer, because like already when I was watching the Wu Tang, the mm-hmm. Wu Tang series on yeah. Hulu, like already I'm kind of like, all right, let me just go back and listen to some of these songs uh-huh. and references. Uh-huh. Eventually, it got to the point where it's like, yo, Ghostface Killer. Really is my favorite Wu Tang member. I didn't realize it until I started watching the show. Yeah, and like kind of like going back and to see, going back and see, listening to their music and 
I guess like knowing who getting their somewhat story, mm-hmm. but like going back and like Ghostface Killer might be my favorite one. Like Raekwon, like like it's like Raekwon doesn't miss, but at the same time, when you when when it comes to like rapping skills and just like overall, Ghostface Killer is like. It's also Method Man. Method Man is great. Method Man, was, his, Method Man is my favorite. Like, he gets. I, I feel like he really does get overshadowed in the series. Like he, I feel like even though he's one of the more popular, he was their first breakout star. He yeah. was the only one to sign to Def Jam straight yeah. out. Method Man was so nice. He's the only other featured artist on Notorious uh, B.I.G.'s Ready to Die. Wow. On the what? It's only Method Man is the only other rapper. He's the on best it. looking one. Put that out there. I expect I expected him. Maybe maybe it, it may be because he wasn't because like the really the Wu Tang saga is pretty much the RZA. Like that's it's mm-hmm. his bi- it's pretty much his biography. Yeah. I mean he is the one to put it all together. So like he is the, the co- he is he is the core of what the Wu Tang is. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But considering that he was around at the time, I would expect to have more. He did he did have like one episode where you get to know more about him. But considering like he's one of the main, when you think about the Wu Tang Clan, the first thing that comes to mind is probably the RZA. The next one, if it is probably going to be like Method Man, if not the RZA and Ghostface Killer. Yeah, or Raekwon. It was those. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Those, those four. When you think of the Wu Tang Clan, you think of those four at least to me primarily. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a Jizza. I'm sure he has his big fan. Of course, Liquid Swords classic. I'm just saying, if you think of RZA, then automatically you should just go to Jizza, right? Right, like there was like I guess their cousins. You think of like what's these are real names? Yeah, yeah. I'm just okay. Because if you think of, if you think Old about it, you think about the song I mean, Method Man. That's when they list. That's when they list all the Wu Tang members. Yeah. When you think the RZA, M-E-T-H-O-D, the JZA, H O D Man, M-E-T-H-O-D, yeah, H O D Man. Yeah, I was a I was a ridiculous fan in in, in middle school. But yeah, that that's like that show before before it was probably Rick Wong was probably my favorite Wu Tang member before the show. After watching I mean, the, the show, tape is a classic. Uh, I mean. Just generally, how I guess like he hasn't really he hasn't missed like I think every verse of Wu Tang. There is I think was I can't remember the name of the album. Is I can't remember the, the name of the album, but it's like the album was kind of trash. It was like early two thousands. The one that isn't um, yeah, only built for Corbin Links is like mm-hmm. I can't remember the in, indubitably or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's in, invincibility. Some some shit like that. I like that, like that word as like, well. Indubitably. But uh, but yeah, after after watching the show, Ghostface Killer is definitely. Well, watching the show sold me on like Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, mean, you probably get well, making me more interested. Definitely, you're not interested in the Wu Tang. I mean, like can, you just ne- you just never really listen. Yeah, to Yeah, I just like never that. really just like so as a person as a person as never as a person who has never really gotten to the Wu Tang. We're watching the show, making more into the Wu Tang. It depends if you. It depends on if you like. You really the gonna genre. do all of that? Be for real about it. It's so much Wu Tang out there. I feel like it's so much Wu Tang. It, de- it depends on what you feel about the genre, really. To be honest, I looked at. Wu- I went through this whole era when I looked at like classic albums people say you had to listen to. So like um Into the Thirty Six Chambers is always on a list of, you know, you don't really know rap until you listen to the Into the Thirty Six Chambers. So I listened to it and I got what people are talking about. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean get it. really the thirty six chambers it. is the only one that really matters. The other ones you probably you're not gonna like. You're not gonna like. I have the W, you're not gonna like that album. You're not gonna like because that that's <laughs> the forever. that that's the only album that sounds like that. Out of all the Wu Tang albums, Enter the Enter the Thirty Six Chambers. That's the only that's the only album of Wu Tang that sounds like that, and that's their best work. That's it's kind of like downhill from there. If I'm being if I'm being nah, I mean, honest, if you talking about them to, to get as, 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 as a group, yeah, that's the best album. They don't 
surpass that at all. Yeah, the thing is with Wu Tang Clan, their best like after um Enter the Thirty Six Chambers, their own individual albums, because Riz's whole plan was okay, let's we're all not gonna be signed on one label. We're all gonna be split up all to all these different labels. So that way if someone getting cold over here, they push you on the shelf over here at uh at loud, you can go hop on Method Man shit at Def Jam. If Method Man shit, if he can't get put his album out, we can put it out through uh Riot Records. Oh, you know, it's like if that's everyone's smart. on different, yeah, that's what he's thinking. Like, no one can ever be shelled because one of us gonna be hot. It's eight of us. All, they can't shelve all of us at the same time. Yeah. So, whatever album, whatever project we're working on, we you know, hop it's, on it's, it. a, it's a collective project. So, you know, Supreme Clientele, Supreme that's Clientele, that's a. That's, Nobody's that's ever a, done that's that a, before? Um, is he Ghostface Killer? Is he with Jeff Jam? Yeah, them big groups. Big nah, groups. it depends. It depends on yeah. what time, what, what the time yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, but, like, but you know, Supreme Clan said like he's on that. Work. But Raekwon's all over that album. The same thing with the Purple Tape. Ghostface Killer's all over Raekwon's album. So it's like that's all. So it's like okay, cool. They putting these albums out of work. The other only other rap label I know who did something like that in a different way was Cash Money. Like when they were coming up, every like Juvenile, Juvenile talk about it all the time. He's like, what four hundred degrees when we were making that. I assumed we was making a Hot Boys album. I didn't know 400 Degrees was going to be my album until it came out. And I thought, no, this is your album. Or, you know, but anytime they would create a group of works surprise, we just ended up rapping. We ended up just making songs. And then we took the collection of songs we thought was best that fit a particular artist and made that his album. We said, so, you know, that's the only other group I know who did something like kind of what Wu-Tang did. Years later, of course. But... Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, if you're if you to watch it depends. It, it really just depends if you're into like if you're into like classic '90s boom bap like oh, type okay. hip hop. Yeah. Then yeah, it doesn't like if you watch the yeah. show. Yeah, if you don't listen to that, really, if you're not into '90s boom bap hip hop rap, the show probably would not get into into the genre because. Yeah, but the show itself is is a great show. It's a great show, especially especially this this season is a turn for they turned up the production value. They turned Mm -hmm. up the quality this season. That's good, really. Especially the the protection Mm because like me me personally, protect your neck. That was like their that was like the main that was on like skate two. Yeah, that was one of their singles. Like protect your neck and them and the RZA going through how he came about creating the song protect your neck about you know oh it was like was. I read. I, I've I've um, watched a couple of the interviews. Like the, mm-hmm. some of it is kind of made kind of made up. But I really wonder: was Protect Your Neck? Was there a different beat to that to that song first, and then he switched the beat to like what we know what the Protect Your Neck was? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that specific episode, they I think they're really trying to get. They might they might be trying yeah. to get an Emmy with that. Episode. Yeah, because that's that's an Emmy. That's an Emmy. Try. It makes you like, oh wow, this is this how producers really think. Like, I was like, really? I thought yes. about you. Is this yes. how producers? Yes. One hundred percent. They nailed it. Yes, no, they nailed it. On. It was you sitting in the head like, okay, cool. You put you put a record on. He's sitting there and like, um, let's say it's the Jackson Five, right? He has all the you know everyone's like, they got Tito, Michael Jackson singing. All right, I'm gonna take Michael out. He just pops out. I'm just gonna isolate the snare. So you got someone. He's got someone actually on in front of him that's playing a snare. It's like, oh, let me let, like, me let me turn let me turn up the tempo. Uh huh. Okay, no, okay, it's like, I'm, nah, I'm, this I'm, this ain't I'm, it. Let me turn it back down. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna double it. So yeah, two of them over there. I was like, okay, cool. This doesn't work. All, all right, right, let, let me, me take do the something other record else. From over here. Okay, I just I just want the bass. And the person over there playing the bass, ah, oh, shit, it's not, it, he's sitting there because he couldn't get the shit to work. He it's, couldn't get the clash. He kept clashing. That's 100% really, that's, if you had the drama, if you had to uh, dramatize what goes on in a producer's head when he's like pulling samples and like trying to, trying to like flip a sample mm-hmm. or like take individual parts, 
that's 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 that was literally the perfect way to explain what's going on. Like when I when I get one sample and it's like, all right, this is cool. And then like you can like you can like do something to isolate the drums or like mm-hmm. the the keys or like take this one part and do that. And then it's like you just sitting on loop and you just listening to it. It's like, all right, this is cool. All right, let me get these drums. These are on here. This is together. All right, this is cool. All right, let me do this. All right, let me take that out. Let me take this out. But to see see it in like person, like okay, these are actually the bands that are there. Mm-hmm. You get, a, I guess, you get like a little bit of piece of the history of the bands, like seeing them perform. Like yeah. you got the, um, it was like the Romantics or the style. You know, mm-hmm. one, of, you know, one of the, I guess, like one of the classic bands. Yeah, like Melvin in a blue note says, yeah, and then it, like it would that. be like, all right, this is cool, and then going through the mindset of like, all right, doesn't need to be gutter, doesn't need to be this, and like to have it be done with like such a classic hip hop. Song yeah, and yeah, then hearing yeah. and then like hearing their verses and like me personally, I know the words to the song, mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm trying to like ra- I'm trying to like rap, rap to the TV yeah, and yeah, shit. No. So like that that episode specific is like I was just like wow this you lost your shit I lost my shit. No, that was that was a great episode. Even in the season one, it's the uh, it's one episode where you know they all these shit's about kung fu movies or whatever, right? So there's one part when like the kung fu movies and this, but instead of it being like. The overdub, and you thinking it's like, oh, the the bad English voice acting. Now it's them. It's like, the, oh, they come from they they talking like New York niggas, and they fight, and it's like, okay, cool. They do a lot of re- really creative shit. They animate certain aspects of it out of nowhere. So it's like, you can tell they really tried. They really put like a budget behind. Even as, you can tell they up the budget in season two. But like, the biggest thing I'm actually disappointed in is that Joey Badass was in season one playing Inspector Deck. But he's, he's not, not in season, season two. two. So I was like, huh? Because Dave East plays Method Man in season one and in season two. So I was really, I was kind of disappointed in that. But uh, uh, Joey Badass, he's now on like Raising Canaan with 50 Cent. So that's probably like a scheduling conflict why he can't return to do the. But, I'm really waiting for someone to interview Davies or Joey Badass and ask them like, okay, how is it playing another rapper and having to rap another rapper's verses mm-hmm. and getting into that mindset? Does that make you a better artist? Because they say, like, well, what great artists do, great painters, they paint someone else's work. If you want to become oh, great artists, still right? Yeah, <laughs> if you want to learn, it's like if you want to learn that how book, to, be, I mean, if to be real, I'm like Davies' performance of Method Man. He looks like him. Mm-hmm. He sounds like him when he's acting. But when Dave East is rapping Method Man, he's not Method Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, Man. It's, it's, it's like he is. It's too. It's it's like when he when Dave East is rapping Method Man, it's stiff. Like Method mm-hmm. Man is he's he's a he's a character. Like he yeah. he, he lets loose. He lets loose a little bit more. Yeah, he's more animated. Met, it's a uh, Wu Tang Club. Method Man and Red Man. Jay Z talks about this. Um, when he went on that big Rock the Bells tour, Method Man and Red Man opened it up for him. Right? They said they had a crowd so hype, they will go and they you know how people crowd surf. Hopping the crowds, Method Man and Red Man, they would just step and walk on the crowds. Hand, everyone in the crowd would just raise their hands and they'll Ooh. walk on the right, like they Jesus walking on water. Wow. Method walk Man, around, Method Man still does that. Yeah, he still does that. When we went to see Method Man a while ago, he did that. He did that same shit. I remember my friend Bridget was like, yo, Method Man kicked me in the head. She was like, I loved it though. Yeah. Hell no, nah, that nigga have to drop on my dime. Nah, I ain't picking <laughs> shit. They might have to pay you Grown ass man. Let's get <laughs> some hits. Maybe, maybe like the later years, like, oh yeah, just like replace Davies. I, I, I do wonder how long number in his shoe. this show's going to go. Because the whole first season, they were just 
they weren't even assembled by the end of the first Bacon. season. Hope, Actually, they're assembled now. Like I'm assuming by the end of this uh, season, the album <laughs> be done. Yeah, I hope they get one. I hope they get one season after the album where they get to like, okay, we get um, Method Man's first album, we get ODB's first album, we get um, Iron Man. Yeah, I hope they get to the first solo albums. After that, it doesn't matter because it took. Okay, first album came out in '92. 36 Chambers came out in 92. I think it wasn't until 98. It wasn't until 98 until the second album came out. It was a very, very, very long time. Was Basically, it 92? It was, it, was like, it was like 92 or 93. 93? So it, took, it was 94. <laughs> no. <laughs> so like it took them six it took them six years. It's essentially all the other all the other members to drop an album and then they drop another album. It took them six years to drop the to get into the next group album. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think the season is going. I don't think the show is gonna last until they get to the the next Wu Tang album. I, don't, I I hope it doesn't. If I'm being real, I hope I, if they're if being real, the show would caps encapsulate everything and it would solidify this legendary status. If it just ends with the season, if I'm being real, if not one more season, one more season will be. Yeah, a I want to see them go on tour. Yeah, you see just, the, the life changes and stuff like that. But after, yeah. after three seasons. It doesn't need. It doesn't need. Because I think I think it becomes too individualized, and each yeah. person having they dealing with their own. It won't be a. Cohe- I don't think it could be a cohesive story. Like they, they don't have. I don't. I mean, but tri- I think one of their big. Some of their biggest songs are on the second group album, like Triumph. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the. That's another like really, really, really gravel like Gravel Pit. Yeah. That's on the two. The album that came out in like two thousand and one. They have other like really, really, really big gravel songs. Pit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like a mm. nice little coffee shop. Let me just put that in my notes. Gravel pit. In, in a neighborhood they just gentrified in Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah. That's about right. And welcome to Gravel uh, Pit. Have any of y'all ever seen the the Tri-Car Quest documentary? I rewatched it. I rewatched it it's last on Hulu. weekend. I just, I just watched it for the first time. It was sad, dog. Uh. I, I watched it in college. I watched it in like, tw- I watched it in 2012. When I got it first that, came they, out? They, yeah, like it had the, it was like when it came out on DVD. It had mm-hmm. they had it at the uh, GSU library. I rented it, watched it high as hell. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought I was like, yo, this shit is like the most amazing shit I've ever seen in my life. Rewatching it again, I have a completely I have a completely perspe- a completely different perspective on them as a group. They just really fall out over nigga shit. Yeah. It was just it was just like in the like the first time I saw it, I was like, damn, that's so unfortunate. It's so sad. The second time, I was like, yo, this is so fucking stupid. They're just a bunch. Of, they're really just a bunch of niggas. It really be like that though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, damn. Are they all just a bunch of niggas? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it gets the, the realization. They were just. A, they're, they're just a bunch of. I mean, it's it's. There's a bunch. I feel like there's a bunch of like ego that is aside because Q-Tip really was that guy. Mm-hmm. He goes. He's probably. He, I think he really was. He really is kind of like internally. He's a nerd. People who know Q-Tip, he's probably like a really nerdy, but like a very. Arrogant nerd. Mm-hmm. He's probably he's probably just like a very arrogant. Nerd. Zuckerberg, but black. No, I wouldn't no. say it's. I wouldn't say okay. Zuckerberg. <laughs> he he he. I think Q Tip would be more like a childish Gambino mm. kind yeah. of black nerd. Mm. Where like in person he's like super shy, da 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 da. da but mm. when the camera's like, on, he's yeah, like, like he's you know, cool, but he's like yeah, da 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 da. But I'm still Q Tip. Like, right. like I'm a, still better than I'm. <laughs> I am still who I am. Yeah, and you're but still also you. I think Q Tip wasn't just working with Tribe. Q Tip. He was he, he produced for Nas. Like if you came out of Queens, he was, Jay, he was he, he was Jay, he was like Jay Dilla before Jay Dilla. Like yeah, he yeah. was like that guy. He completely he completely changed the way hip hop sound. Like he was like that nigga. Mm-hmm. But being that nigga in a hip hop group, 
and you're still having to do that, and then like the other rapper really doesn't really care about rap yeah. like that. Yeah, because you look at the one Fife was young, and also was yeah. like I, he was like 17, dropped out of school to do this whole rap thing, and it's like all right, cool. It's like when he dropped his verse for scenario, he just came in. He was late. I came in, dropped the verse, and I was like, "Don't you hear? Yeah." It's like he never. He uh, it, it, the, the way that the second time I watched the documentary, it kind of felt like Fife really wasn't really into it like that until mm-hmm. until like probably even like after the second album. Yeah, probably, probably like more so, maybe maybe so during the second album, but like he really wasn't really for real for real into it like that. He he was just a nigga that was nice. Yeah, it's like I'm a nigga that can rap. And now I'm rapping, and now I'm going on tour, and now I'm doing these things. But he never, Fight struck me as a nigga who never had to work for it. You feel me? Yeah. Like they kind of did it, and it kind of blew up. It's almost as if the it's, it's almost as if the beats kind of like elo the, the beats mm-hmm. was more so what the tribe call quest was, and then Fife was. I mean, then again, now Fife was ripping. Fife was Fife. I mean, at the t- <laughs> during the I guess people say during the time Fife Fife was like nice mm-hmm. of the time. This is still like ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, Fife yeah. was like. Super you nice. Even when I went through my my short tribe phase that I had in college, I was like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, yeah it was this, a, this it was a, nice. It was one summer where all he played was low end theory and Midnight Marauders. Yeah, I feel that that was that was probably me twenty. I, yo, Midnight Marauders. 2011, 2012, I got because I already like, I was because already my dad already had um the best. He had like the best Elf album. So I grew, I grew, I me personally, I grew up with Tri-Cop Quest. Maybe I didn't listen to like the full albums, but they're all of their songs, their hit songs, whatever. I had the had the anthology album. Grew, I grew up with that. So going back and listen to it um, later in life, but going back and watching that documentary, I was like, yeah, this is this. They just they just broke up over, over simple nigga shit. Like, oh, you bumped into me. All right, it's just done. Yeah, I think it's also when you. I think a lot of it, you know, call. Bringing back to like kind of why our future broke up, like looking looking at how in the documentary you saw how Fife would talk about Q Tip was like yeah y'all look at this nigga like he Jesus I don't that's just Q Tip that's just my cousin like it's just yeah. whoever you feel me like he ain't he just a nigga like he ain't, he ain't what y'all making him out to be it's like to a certain extent it was like he was not jealousy or hate it was like. You look at a nigga, I don't see what y'all see. You know? Like y'all, y'all think he's God, but like that's was uh, what's his name, Kareem? Yeah, like uh, Jabbar. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. What's the name? Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kamal. Yeah, Kamal. Like that's just Kamal. That's, like, that's, that's Kamal. So I think that's how he was looking at it. Like y'all, this nigga's not. He ain't what y'all think he is. He, he just this. That's just my cousin, and I think. He came off like Q Tip got to a point where, when he walked into a room, people respected him. Oh, that's that's Tip. Like everyone was giving it up to him, but Fife would never give him that. Like I'm not gonna give it up to you. Why? Because I, I know I you want it. I don't think it. I don't think it was like that. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it was like that per se. I think that's how they started to perceive each other. Like even Q Tip. Oh, was like, okay. So how like they Fife how, got a wrong. Fife, Fife got a problem. With Fife me. was like, yo. Fife. I guess like Fife was internally. He was like, yo. He was thinking that Q-Tip was thinking that I'm not giving you the respect that you deserve. Uh-huh. But Q-Tip was like, "Yo, you still my man's, but yeah. like, I don't think that you don't think that I don't think that you don't think yeah, that I yeah, think that you like were." That. That's called mind reading. Oh, it's literally one of those things. <laughs> I enjoy it. All them two niggas had to do was sit down and talk. Yeah, and they everything could have been solved, but they got to a point where things got too too big. I understand. Like you had, imagine 
whatever you what, what was you into at seventeen years old? Same shit I am now. Seventeen. <laughs> shit, when I was seventeen, I was signed. Nah. Getting money, but, nigga. You got down to the fuck. Imagine whatever random hobby Trying to you get had. Putting all the timelines together in one some... mind reading, and then everything's Wait, done. Well, how old were we? Seventeen. No, I'm saying like imagine whatever hobby you had at seventeen. Listening to my music on my at, Zoom HD. At that point in I time, <laughs> I, I also had a Zoom. At that point yes, in time, what you did at 17 mm-hmm. is now what you've been doing for the last 10 years. You don't even know what you into at 17 years old. I don't your, even remember. Your, cha- yeah. your, your taste changed. I'm still changes. dating niggas. <laughs> exactly. So imagine if that was your whole identity and now you had to date niggas There's for the rest of, of your life. a lot of identity is the pain. I don't get it. <laughs> but Wait, yeah, what? so I, I, I can understand about fight peen? being like, this huh? is the thing I just kind of like You don't doing. get peen, what? No, I don't get why the girls are so into the peen. Like, y'all's be losing y'all mind over the peen. Something about penetration and a human body at the same nah, time. Nah, because lesbians, we like penetration too, but it don't got to be no peen. The body, though, with the togetherness at the same time. Nah, nigga, that's some bullshit. It is some bullshit, especially to go crazy for it. Let me I, tell you I'm something. I'm wondering. I don't Let understand. me tell you something. I think that's why I'm gay, because I don't get it. Yeah, it's safe. You, you, it, it, <laughs> Cardi B was like, it ain't safe, it ain't safe. And you... <laughs> but but yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, back, yeah, to, yeah, I back to the music. Yeah. <laughs> back to the music. Yeah, no big I, deal. I can see like you like doing something as a hobby, and it becomes a job. Yeah, even watching the documentary, I kind of kept talking about that. It's like I don't really like you can't. T- I get these rules. Like I, I gotta speak for everybody. Like you to understood. Like this is rap. Like I'm into this. I'm into this art. I'm I'm fully engrossed in it. I can't say no. That's something I like to do. I like rhyming. I like being. A, I like being the center of attention. I like doing this. I like doing that. You know. I like the parties. I like the yeah. I like all this. I don't necessarily care if I'm rapping or not. I just kind of love. You know. I like rap. I like hip hop. I'm getting the same shit outside of rap. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then so yeah, it was it was it was like really sad watching it though. Like watching the group disintegrate. And it ending it, knowing that um, the last album comes out, and you see in the old, they still owe one last album to the record. Did so they did, they finished their contract. Yeah, they made that one last album, and then Five dies. Like watching that and knowing the outcome, knowing that Five dies, knowing that all these things happen. I mean, it's, it's like, it was it was cool to know, like even during that time when Five was going, when he was you know mm-hmm. getting the, getting the surgery done, like Q Tip was still like, all right, that's my man. It's like, all right, good luck. Mm-hmm. At least being able to be like reach out. Like they were still, they were still kind of like repairing their relationship, even even back yeah. then, even during the time of the documentary, they were still trying to repair their relationship. I, re- I remember, but it then then it built up into like, okay, they get they did get the uh, the last album done, but mm-hmm. then you know, you know, passing. Yeah, there's like uh, I remember Rock the Bells. I remember seeing the things like talking about this tension between a trial called Quest on Rock the Bells and stuff like. That. I remember like reading these articles at the time. I was like, dang, this is crazy. Yeah. Again, I'm very, very, very glad that I was able to see Fife and I, I saw Fife, Jabari, and Muhammad. They 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 performed at one A three C. Q tip wasn't there, but I was able to see, you know, two thirds of um I guess like three quarters? Mm-hmm. Three three quarters <laughs> of um Shop Call Quest. Instead of five percent. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a passing, you know what I'm saying? Um What's on the list that I might have known because I'm gonna have to go soon? Did you watch Squid Game? Who? Squid Games. Is that Splatoon? Squid this Game. is the most popular show that's out right now. Yeah, it's, no, on it's on Netflix. It's the number one show on Netflix. Wait, I think I saw a meme and I was like, oh, did, yeah, they you make, saw the meme. 
Uh, <laughs> okay, so on Netflix, because Kayla and them have the accounts and I have the password. So at least that's something to check out just for fun at the least. Yeah. Oh, because if it's if it's, fun, it's, it's all right. I, I, have to, I, I have to say it. Squid Game. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? It's the most popular show out right now. It's all right. Like, it's something to watch. <laughs> okay. It is it's so, something like to watch. The, uh, if it okay. wasn't the most popular show, would you say it's all right? Or no. Would you like, I fuck with it? I, to be honest, I was forced to finish it. Like, I, like, I, like, it, like, I got it. It's like, I started watching, like, the first, first, most, right, most yeah, of the season. Go. I don't know what she was drinking. You was drinking some It was, like, honestly, the first, the first multiples <laughs> of the season, the, the first, the first of the season, I was like, okay, this is really cool. And then eventually I was just like, I don't really care if I finish the season. I honestly did not care. Then somebody, then my girlfriend is like, all right, let's watch Squid Win. I was like, it's not, all right, let's finish it. This isn't my cup of tea for shows. I was like, make myself uneasy not my idea of a good time. But I like more so the story behind the show. Like the writer... He originally wrote the screenplay like in 08, 09, and he okay. spent the next 10 years trying to get it approved, and wow. no one would green light it. Yeah. And finally, he gets it made. It's on Netflix, and it it becomes the number one, sh- not just in America, not just in Japan, in the world. not just in Korea, in the world. It is the most watched. It is going to be the yeah, most watched shit. thing ever on Netflix. Period. But like the most, the most, the most people talk cool. about of the show is probably one episode, and then how attractive the actors are. That that'll give you what the you know what how, if you if you want to watch the, the most popular is just like one specific episode when they're playing. Sometimes red, that's all playing, it takes it's like to get red, the ball it's like rolling. Red, red like red, red light, green light, light, and then they when they're doing like the little the cutting out the cookies or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they talk about how attractive the actors are. Okay. It's I don't know how long this I don't know how long the season is. That's literally what anybody talks about the show. I think it's nine. It's episodes. nine episodes. Yeah, I'm on episode. Josh- <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's not bad. I'll put it that way. It's not. Well, bad. the meme made me so curious. That's why I'm know. like, I, I have to. I thoroughly fucked with it. Like, mm-hmm. I, thought Alice, I thought Alice in Borderlands. Alice in Borderlands is a far. If I had to compare, Alice in Borderlands. Alice in Borderlands is like more of a. That would be more of a isekai type death game. Like they're going somewhere else. Like some weird shit happen. This is like you're dealing with. Like you're dealing with societal norms essentially, and like. You're you're dealing with the evils of capitalism essentially. Like these people are signing up for these games because they're poor. And it's they're a, it's like, a, it's a isekai to me. Once you once they stop going into the other world, you're in here. You can't leave. It's isekai. You can't you can't leave. You, not another world. You in you no, enter no, you oh, in, shit. You, in, you enter you enter into a world that you cannot leave. How is that not an isekai? That's an isekai. It's not a magic. You can't world. leave unless you die. He's That's a, it's a kind of, it's the same thing. Wait, what is they're, not, they're not it's leaving though. They're just dead. <laughs> like, you can't leave. You can't leave unless you die. Alice in Borderlands. But they're choosing to stay. They chose to come back. It's not like they were. Same with an isekai. Isn't magical. Y'all are talking about the show they Alice in Borderlands right now. Which one is? Just, it, I'm just saying. I feel like Alice in Borderland is magical. Y'all are talking about that. No, just compares comparatively, I feel like Alice in Borderlands, if you're gonna watch the same type of whatever kind no, of show. Josh, I feel like any, you I feel have like... any reference to what the show's about? No, pause, pause, pause. Isekai and like talking about that's leaving a, and not dying. What? Yeah, that's a different world. It's just a different that's a, world. That's a different show? Oh, Isekai just it's a, rep- it's, a it's, a, it's, a, it's a genre of any show. Okay. You leave from one world to another world. Do you know, I like uh, Bay. Yeah, you want. Bay yeah, Bay. That's what I. That's, that's what I feel it like. Squid Game like... is. It's if you're okay. watching though. If you've seen any of those other Korean shows, yeah. it's not Digimon. The bi- it's not the nah. best. It's not Digimon the, was totally not there. Okay. When it comes to like Korean, oh. like Korean shows that you can watch on Netflix, it's not the best. It's not even like the best of. All right. 
right, that's that's what I felt like. It was cool. It's cool if you like it. You like it. If you don't, you don't. That's just my personal opinion. If you love the show, good on you. Me personally, it was all right. No, I think the show. I'm gonna do. You know, it is a commentary on capitalism. What is a whole? Who said what isn't a commentary? What isn't a commentary on capitalism? No, but yeah, exactly. I think it's a discussion niggas need to have. You know, I think speaking specifically because like once you do like the money conversions, everything's in one, right? So in the first episode where the guy they're betting on horses and he rents uh forty five hundred won and he like oh shit he he's so excited he's so happy and then once you do the conversions from won to USD it's like less than four dollars damn. And be so happy, and it's like, and it's talking about uh, the crippling debt people, and then people are like in ten thousand dollars worth of debt, but that's like a million, a million and a half won or some or some shit like that. So you just not use the conversion. Yeah, you ain't play Persona. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I think it's the, the ideas behind like people, and when you're, it's like how far are people willing to go when they're so crippled by by death by. Debt is so crippling, and it feels like you're dying a slow death. It sure does. That if you mm-hmm. had to put your, if you had to risk your life, was more like when it's like after the first what, episode, I did to play red light, green light, and they see all these people die. Spoiler alert! And everyone votes to leave. Well, not everyone, and it comes down to one last person, and they vote to leave. And then two weeks later, 90 percent of the people come back because they said shit. Going back to my life was shitty, and I saw that money. I saw I had the chance to maybe get out of this. I have a way of escaping this death trap. Don't spoil everything. You're I, don't, I think halfway through the show, halfway through the show, I was like, I think halfway when I was like halfway through the show, I was like, it's great having you back. Peace. Feels good. It does. Yeah. yeah. Call me. Call me. I'll just call you because when you call me, I'll be at work and yeah. then when I'm off, you be doing your thing. Yeah. Trying to do everything. I don't know. Hey guys. Should I? Can I? Oh, come on down. Okay. Mm, yes. Get it together. Get it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 See, look. I bet you take your shoes off in the middle of the floor, don't you? No. Sometimes. Right not talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said, no, nah, right at the door. What you mean? But yeah, Squid Games is good. I can't get over the fact that I think it's on every time I see the square triangle yes. circle, I was like, I think of this PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Where the X at? Yeah. Yeah. Season oh, two. No, they X'd out. Cause they, they the X is there, brother. It's in your I mean, mind. I left, Cause I they left my X in the past, brother. They X them out. That's the death there, brother. Yeah, but I, I was I think halfway through the season, I was just like, none of the, I was like, this this doesn't make logical sense. I was just like when like when they were doing like the the rate the the riots and they were just ran, randomly killing each other. I was like, I literally what, like, what, just is it, I, was, I was kind of like, is it in the rules where like everybody can't win? No. So the, here's, that, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They never said how many people can win. They never said that. Yeah. They left that open. The part the part that made, so you're just going to kill those. You're just yeah, going to you know, lights go off and you start killing people. It's like why? I mean, it's more money. More money. Every Each time a person dies, dies that's more money. But the like even even the money money that was possible, even if you get to the end, would that not be enough to? It's forty six and a half billion dollars that you had to split between how many people make it to the end of the game, whatever. Right. Yeah. My whole thing that didn't make sense to me with the whole riot. Nowhere in the rules does it say if you kill everybody else off. 
you're gonna you don't have, you still have to play the game. So yeah. even if you kill everyone else in that room, you still gotta play. You still gotta play all six so games. It's like the amount. It's like the amount of people who are lo- the amount of people who are losing these games. They're gonna drop off anyway. Yeah. So your odds probably would still be better if you had more people. They're probably if like you don't know what the games are gonna play. Some of these the, games you the will probably want to like, have more people. A part of it was like psychologically conditioning these people. Like they they put them in to that the situation. Point of, to they the, stress them out to the point yeah. of murder though. So easily pushed yes. to the brink of murder. But yes. they already came. They with was just kind of like, That's the thing. Like you're playing the game and people are dying in front of you left and right. You know what type of fucking trauma you have exactly. to go through with that. And the first nigga to kill somebody was already killing people. You think he had any qualms? But then no. everybody killing... Every, yeah, snake tattoo it, it, on the thing about it, it wasn't necessarily just that core group of people no, exactly. killing other people. Everybody started it getting was, it popping. It was like everybody killing each we other. We don't know these niggas' stories. Like, these niggas is hungry. Literally. Yeah. And somebody's uh, over here getting catching no, the body. I was, I was, you, what you gonna do? Me personally, naturally, other people... I, th- I feel like other people would think that, yeah, people would just naturally start killing each other. But in reality, in real world situations... That doesn't really happen. So for me, seeing that if there's like in that spin, in that spin, I don't know. I mean, it's it's it could it could you, it could or it could. Have you been in a room with a bunch of people and you watch niggas get gunned down? It could. It, I feel like it could. It could. It's or, a death game. Not, That's ne- the thing. not necessarily everybody has guns. Everybody could kill each other. But like, yo, we have. There's enough. Weapons these are these are normal people. These aren't like this is these aren't prisoners. These aren't crim- these aren't people who are criminalized. These are just you don't know that. Some of them are prisoners. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like none of this is actually for for what from what we were given in the story. These are normal people with that. What they what people are telling. Even when they go into the st- their stories afterwards, when they come back, these are kind of just like normal people that are just trying to get out of debt. But normal people look what that money make a bitch do. But more normal people put in put into the situation, lights go off, everybody start killing each other. I don't know. I feel like that is a very that's that is an extreme. Okay, because it's television. Let me get this point. Go for it. Because it's television, it's sensationalized. Yeah. But me personally, seeing other situations where where you would think people would go crazy instead of working together. And I've seen real world situations where people are working together when it's just regular people. I feel like that is more realistic than all of a sudden lights go off. Everybody, everybody starts killing each other. That was not realistic to me, especially, I guess, in another, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know Korean culture as much, seeing, in a, seeing um, I guess, like another more reserved culture, lights go off. And I guess in a more, a less individual in a, a in a less individualistic culture, seeing that when the lights go off, everybody start killing each other. Not just this course core circle of group, maybe like five to seven people going around killing people for their own sake because they're we're working together. Okay. But everybody in the room, two hundred people in the room, start killing each other all of a sudden. No real reason. I was kind I mean, of like, okay, that's her point. Crazy. It's just out of fear. Like you know but that one I'm group fear. is out here catching bodies. So you don't me, know who else is on that shit either. But it, it, it wasn't realistic to me. But I feel like it was sensationalized. Okay. Okay. Two I points. Mean, yeah, it's TV. Okay. Two points to to be Shane. One, they did have a reason because when the guy with a snake on his face, when he killed old boy, nothing happened. They didn't stop him, and then they added more money to that pig. So they did have in a sense the kids like, oh. If we kill, because every time someone dies, more money gets added. So in their mind thinking, they already came back for this money. So in their head, head they think, oh, if the more people I kill, the more money I'm going to get. 
So that is the reason you say that for no reason. There is a re- there is a so reason. It's, sudden, a, it's a shitty reason. So I all of a sudden, everybody's everybody has their yes, literally. I every, will yes. I, mean, I will literally, you took you're taking everybody the chance. Everybody left and came back. back. Yeah, you came like, back for the money. You're you ready back for to the die money. At that point. They already had a. But are you ready to? That's. But are you ready to I, kill? Me, I mean, me personally, I don't. I don't think the readiness to kill is that available for the average. person. And that brings me to my second point: lynchings. White people have picnics and lynchings. White when people get lynched, it was this whole party. A, a person they could be sitting next to you at church. They would be working down the street. They it's love the that. Crowd. It, it, it's not the necessarily crowd. every. Not, it yeah. isn't. No, 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 it isn't a hundred people lynching. Yes, it was. It's a group of people lynching no, a, no, no, a group of people. But it, when a lynching would happen, especially in the deep south, it would be a couple everybody people, took the part. Everyone took the part. But it's a mob mentality. Is that not fueled by something different though? Racism. Is that not? But it's it's like a it's like in a. But that's in a, the thing. The thing it's, that it's, is it's some, feeling is one thing that everyone's feeling. Like no. the people is feeling the racism. They're doing that. But when you have a society like Korea that's homogenous, you have this idea that they push for that we're all one. Like Korea has it. Japan has that same type of culture. It's, 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 it's us against a everybody deep, else it's us against a centuries old, centuries old. Yeah, so us like, against them. If we're everyone for a specific in the reason, group whatever is doing reason that, that was that, all of a sudden. These group, I, I don't know the deeper, deeper. No, no, whatever. I, like no. me, me thinking about lynching is like okay, maybe like ten people are really doing the lynching, and then other people are watching. I mean, you're still. A I don't know the participants. I don't. They're watching. I don't know the. I don't know the history of it. No, but no, but, I, the, no, but the riots are everybody killing each other. Not other, not ten people killing each other and other people watching is everybody participating at I the mean, same time. But not everybody was participating. Not necessarily participating. Yeah, not everybody was participating. Or you're hiding, but you're not watching and actively participating. You're either hiding or you're killing. But it's everybody doing the same thing. If somebody comes to get you, you're you're hiding or you're defending yourself. Or you're just protecting yourself. You're protecting your neck. But I was, again, I just kind of watched this episode before we came here. So I was telling Madrid once, I was like, this is about to give me a seizure because all the flashing lights. It's hard to say who's really doing what. Like you have yeah, a you have an idea, you think it's everyone. You see some people just swinging beams around and stuff like that. There's a core group of like which, uh, quote unquote bad guys who were antagonistic who made it be known, yo, we gonna come in our head trying to fuck these niggas up. So you don't you don't really know. Maybe everyone else is just defending themselves, and now you in this hysteria of, of is this person trying to kill me? Is this person trying? To, is this person trying to do that? You don't know. The lights are out. And then the, the, the people that manipulating shit, they're turning the lights on and off. Yeah. They already, you're already scared. They're already hungry. It, they're creating like, an they environment. Create, yeah, for they create an environment and threw a pin out there, and someone threw a chair. They had a nigga moment. It's like, yeah. all right, what you, what you gonna I, happen? I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is just, it's just me personally. No, I feel you. What I, would, I, guess, what, I, I, what I have, what, what I have studied about human behavior, mm-hmm. being so ready to kill. Based on the situation that was presented to me in that specific episode in this series up to that point, I was like, this doesn't make sense. I don't think, like, just dealing with the whole death game situation, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility at all. In the realm of possibility, yeah, it just wasn't... People willing to die as opposed to people willing to kill, I feel like if if you're going there with that intent... You already had the extreme I feel like that's two different things. If you're playing to win, Uh you're playing to win, though, so you you have to be willing to do both if you're playing to win. Like if but, you're not playing to win, then you just went there to die. But at the up to that, but up to that, but up to that point, you're playing red light, green light. And it, and the sugar game. It's, okay, it's kind of like two, you're playing. You're playing. Two, it's like you're playing games. You're you're okay, coming to win games, but all of a sudden, all of a sudden, in that, it's like in that specific moment, everybody. But has, none of those are team games either. Yeah, but up until that point, until they get to the tug of war, any game, your success and your failure is not is not dependent on me. 
I can do this. You're if you die in red like that's because you died. I didn't force you. Yeah, I didn't push but you. Down, but you could have. But it's no, like okay, if you fucked up because you fucked up and the little sugar shit you got to cut out. If you fucked that shit up, you fucked that shit up. I did, I don't have the act. But it's also but it's also just the possibility of the other games of needing. Mm-hmm. It's like I I feel like in that in that specific environment. Before then, it, there was an environment of okay, we're all trying to survive. We're playing. We're trying to play games. There's the potential. There is the potential of us needing to work together because there was already a gang of people working together. There's already been factions. So there's already in a mindset of you're needing to work with other people, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden something happens where okay, this specific group of people are willing to kill. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, everybody is killing. It's just what it's just what was presented to me, and what I believe within human nature. Thing, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm just not very ready to believe that people are ready to. But kill. the organizers are still like putting Probably these people in that position. Like they're they're manipulating their feelings and emotions and shit like that. You know. That, no. But I, up to I, that to, point, to Josh's point, I wouldn't do that. I don't. I don't think rationally. Because it, my first thing is, ain't no way. This is three rules. You gotta play the game. If everyone agrees to quit, everyone can stop. And you can't you can't impede someone else from playing the game or some shit like that. Whatever. Then all of a sudden, one person one person gets killed. It's the first first time, first night, that night, first person gets killed. All of a sudden, that night, everybody starts killing each other. The one thing, I was just kind of like, but I, don't I don't think he it. meant to kill him though. No, he no, it was straight like, up murder. It was straight. No, up murder. I meant the guy who killed the other guy with the egg. That was the first guy who died. He yeah. just he beat just him. Stomped him yeah, out. he beat him to death. But I don't think he intentionally went he out to be like, him. I'm gonna murder this no, man. No, and then when they added the money, it was like, it, it made that everyone was like think. The click there's no, yes. like, oh, no ramification. Okay, yeah. There's no, there no is no rem- they, one, the guy yelled and was like, "Are y'all gonna do something?" And they looked at him, didn't say shit, and then the light came on and then the money hit. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like one, no one's gonna save you. So because you don't have is these niggas walking around with guns, they enforcing these rules. So they yeah. have some old guns. I just wanted to just mention that because the individual gun mm-hmm. that old dude had looked like an old old gun. Yeah, you yeah. have been building guns in Russia for a while, so you would understand what model. <laughs> came with your ass. I mean, that but one dude like the I know it's hard to get guy, guns in, Ru- yeah. in Korea. It's hard. It's hard to get guns in Korea. So I get it, but I would just didn't understand even the fake gun look old. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. So I so I can see if. You know, like it. Everyone's rationale went out the window as soon as that person died. They saw more money. You're there for money, so you're like, okay, cool. You can kill somebody. The likes gonna go, it's gonna go crazy. We can fight. We can die. More money is gonna be added to that pig. So you're thinking in your head, okay, I'm lowering the competition. I'm lowering the competition. Then it comes out, ain't nothing in the rules say that. Oh, even if you kill everybody else. You still gotta do all six of these games, dog. Like it, you ain't helping yourself out. So that's my rationale. If I was in that yeah, position, like, if I, 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 if I, I was in that I situation, feel like yeah, you would, would think, think thinking no. toward, thinking towards the future games. I, mean, I would I would just be I mean, like yes. Why is like why are we? I'll, there's still gonna be a group that's trying to kill people. I'll in put there it anyway. I'll put it like this way: that's if gonna, I was that is gonna happen. If yeah. I was if I was in that room, I would have the mindset of like, yo, what the fuck? We still got whatever number of games that we can all still. Your people are gonna die regardless. So the speed that up, it doesn't make sense to create this kind of chaos where we would injure each other. You're thinking in your mind, Josh. These ain't normal people. Your cortisol is fucking spiked. You're not thinking straight. These people's crazy, though. But they came back to die. You know what I'm saying? They came back choosing to do this. Even even still, I don't think that people are that that, that ready to kill. Are you going to be a nice guy in a death game? 
No, I'm just saying <laughs> not that ready to kill. Ready to survive. Yes, survival and actively killing is two different things. Okay. Hi, when you're in that position, hiding, if somebody comes up to me and I got a, and I got a murky nigga, sure, that's one thing. But all of a sudden, everybody, more like more than that core group of people are just out killing. That's, I mean- that wasn't believable. That wasn't like believable to me. It was kind of that was like a very sensationalized. This is for I mean, TV. You, Let's turn it up. I was yeah, like, that, of course, it wasn't. It's, it's it's always, it, it was a part. It was a part of the story that I was just like, uh, it's, did we really need that? Could they have done something else? Could they have like shortened it or could have put something else within the story to kind of deepen the reasoning of why that should have happened? Mm-hmm. I feel like that may have just been missing for me personally. Mm-hmm. No, I, you could have you could have added more reason for that to happen. Okay, what I think the show hints at, I haven't finished it, so I can't say for sure. It kind of hints that most of these people who are playing the Squid Game are have these, their moral compass is skewed. Yeah, if like, there you've was seen re- the guy with a dragon on his face kill someone, you've seen him kill someone before he even gets back into the Squid Game. So he's like, oh, he works for the mafia. You see, um, the nigga yeah. that went to the university, he's in. He got some shit with the police, and they looking for him. Like, to me, just like to your, uh, I guess, like to your analogy, when somebody throws a chair and it's a nigga moment, mm-hmm. it's the same thing to me. Where it's like in the episode of the Boondocks, do you know those people's stories? Somebody throws a chair. Yeah, it makes sense that niggas start finding it out. But it's like you have a whole opportunity to kind of like explain people's stories when you have when you have you have like your own Uh core world that you're building, and there's something that happens in the extreme, but you don't take the opportunity to give more depth into why that's happening. To me personally, it's kind of like that was a missed opportunity to kind of like make more sense of it because I, to me personally, it just it's just kind of like some shit that happened. You know, it's like, oh, there, then there was a prison riot. It's like, ah, it's like, it's no, like, oh yeah, let's, let's, it's, it, 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 it's a lose to a prison. Let's have a prison riot. No, but when you had the opportunity to kind of like, hey, let's give more depth to the story, but it wasn't. Yeah, which is why I didn't think yeah. the entire no, series wasn't you. like there was like it lacked a it, like, that much. It was just that much more depth in the story that could have been added. That I feel like that could have made it a little bit better for me personally. No, I feel you. I just think it's a it was a very nice juxtaposition to the first episode when everyone got together and they voted to leave, and they did it orderly and calmly. So it's like they showed that people can work together because when they were just met with a stressful situation, everyone voted to get out of there. Now met with his next other stressful situation. If everyone would have said it's still more, even if it's only ten people and they're trying to kill everybody else, it's still ten against a hundred. Like it's only so much that ten people can do and get away with, right. you know. So everyone else could have gained up on him and said, "No, see, you know what? I feel like I go sit over there." I kind of looked at it differently because, well, not necessarily differently, but it's like it kind of shows, like you know, the way the rules are set up. It's like, oh, you can leave, you know, you guys can you can vote about it uh, democratically, you know. If y'all don't take the money, it's gonna go to the survivors survivors' families. You know what I'm saying? Like they're giving you, they're kind of giving you these outs, mm-hmm. but they're still ultimately manipulating you. Mm-hmm. Like they're giving you that shit. They're giving you the illusion of choice. That's the thing. Yeah. Like that's what I was looking at it as. It was another tactic because, like, you know, they're they're doing that shit. It's like, all right, turn the lights off too. Let me put these little strobe lights on. It's like, yeah, you know, let's give them just a fucking egg and, and a, a goddamn Perrier. I, I think, I think, it, I think it really <laughs> is I'll be just. I'm pissed too. I think it's just really. I think I guess like. It would just be two different approaches of the same thing happening. Me personally, when I'm when I'm watching a series, when I'm reading, when I'm listening, 
I like my handheld a little bit more when it comes to storytelling. Mm-hmm. So when you don't add that to me, it's less than I'm kind of like ah, that could have been a little bit better. But if you're if you, if you're you guys, I guess like you were more willing to patch that up with different clues that you picked up on. That could, there there could have been clues that I just I'm looking at my phone and I just completely glanced over. So by the time I got to that scene, oh, I was just kind of like, eh, yeah. why were you are watching they doing- it in English? Yeah, they watched the dub. That's yeah, the I thing. Like I, I was watching this sub, so I'm See, like, yeah, I'm actively it, paying attention. To yeah, it could, it could have been, it could have been two different. They it's, said it was different though. The sub and the yeah, dub. exactly. It's, it the, cl- it's the English closed captions were a little different than the, the, what the voices are saying. Yeah. yeah, so it could like it really just could be two different um, perspectives. Just mm-hmm. like you you watch you watch the um, the I guess like the the subtitle the subtitle version. I watched the dubbed, and then you could have been paying more attention to a specific area where you got more of that that made more sense to you mm-hmm. as compared to me. But me personally, how I no no I'm, I'm, just, I'm doing the heavy work. It's what I'm saying is what I just, I'm gathering. The story didn't necessarily portray this. I'm saying I look at it as like. From the little bit of backstories you are getting, all these people are morally skewed to the left. You know, these aren't like all outstanding citizens that are doing this. In fact, to the get to a point where you're willing to play a game, and yeah, I guess the moral compass in that story is like would be like Ali because he's you know. The one brown guy, he's hey, you know, guys, you know, we we can work together. Try and yeah, maybe, maybe it's just yeah. me. Maybe it's just me thinking that. What I guess, like what, I, like what I've read. Have you ever watched Battle Royale? Yeah, you watched it. I can't remember. I, I can't. I can't. Watch, I can't watch it by choice. I watched a lot of Korean dramas. That was Japanese and Japanese. Yeah, it's like, the other, like compared, like compared to like, it's like other other real. shows, different animes. Girl, I guess like what I've per- what I've personally read about human behavior and things that I've ever seen about human behavior of like different case different case studies of like what people actually do versus what's perceived in different types of situations that is a very specific situation what about that prison experiment what that's one I mean that's just one I mean like I said it's just like one specific yeah. within a demographic for prison experiment I can yeah it's, it's, yeah that, it's kind of like which I guess like what you what you're me personally I think that what you're describing is like more so like the Stanford prison experiment and then what I'm thinking of what would naturally happen would be the other examples of like some extreme happening which you would think would happen but is actually yeah. People coming together and helping each other out. I'm thinking that in this specific situation with those people, they would help each other out. I may be wrong, but given okay. the context of what Every, I've watched in the show, I was like, "Hey, I mean, there maybe some, the, there were some like, mur- characters like that." Because murder, because like murder, I feel like, pers- like personally, I feel like us as a culture, murder is a little bit how we perceive murder and like what it takes to murder is different for what what they would take to murder. Us is natural. You see somebody killed. Naturally, every day, mass shootings, every day. You're also being close to somebody okay, that okay. was murdered. It's it's very natural. It's Joshua. how we perceive desensitized to murder is different for us. So like for a group of people to be like, all right, we are ready to murder, depend no matter the situation. No matter the situation, we are ready to fucking murder Josh. right now because the lights went out. I was like, I don't believe okay, that. Okay, Josh, you're also talking about a war torn country. You're also talking about a country of which I think North Korea for sure I I think South Korea. No, as well. all the men got to go to the yeah, military. All the men have to go to the military. So like, you have to do, you have to serve your five years in the military, regardless of who you are. Because, I mean, how many, how many, how many of those fathers I mean, actually caught a body? How many? No, I'm saying they're all trained. If you if you're a male born in this country, you're trained to know how to kill, and you don't just train like in self defense. No, you're trained in the act of killing or whatever, right? So it that's, depends. It depends. I guess that's also different depending on the time period. 
with no, no, right. so to, to this day, it's even crazy. even it's even, with, even within within our culture, like even when I was younger, I grew up on a military base. That's no, I guess like the knowledge of that is this is like the same thing. Okay, but we the, also don't live in a country where, as another country right above us, have nu- could have weapons pointed at our borders at all times. We, Alaska and Russia. You said Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, like Russia, like Russia is right there. Like we are very, you know, what I'm saying we, but like we Russia are very, we compared are very to close. North Korea is North Korea is a little bit more volatile. Russia is not going to try Alaska because yeah. they're not they, literally they're kissing. For a you know, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, share that, a border. <laughs> like they share a literal. But, I mean, border. Yeah, but that's, that, that's not the point. The point I think was at one point. I think it was like episode two, episode three. I heard this in the dub. One of the ladies said, "Well, or." Or we're dead either way, and I think that's like one of profound statement. Like why they why a lot so many of them decided to come back because when they went back to the real world and they were met with all this crippling debt. But our main character says mom has diabetes. Madrid made the horrible, horrible but funny joke. Oh, I just <laughs> soul food. But yeah, um, so, not so, big no, mama. Yeah, so I was like, okay. <laughs> But if you take that statement as they're walking dead people already, they're already they're going back to a place where they know that I'm probably going to die. So the moral comes, all right, I might have to kill someone. I don't know to push. I know I have the chance of dying, and if I want to live, I'm going to do everything I can to live. I'm going to play this game to the best of my abilities. But I've already accepted the fact that I'm going to die. Seeing their reactions after the first game of Red Light Green Light, everyone freaking out, everyone being scared, of what the fuck? To the second game where people start getting shot in the head right in front of them. Yeah, there's like, and, like, and people, that's a human sitting there shooting you. In the yeah, head. it's not it's, it's like it's bullets not so, coming out of a wall. Yeah, so, and like the, how desensitized so many people were to that. You see, just in that little bit of time that's passed, they are becoming more and more dehumanized, and they're like, and they're like become appealing to their worst natures to survive the situation that they're in. And what you're saying is like, I think you're you're thinking with a rational mind of okay, rationally speaking, this is how I'm going to move, this is how I'm going to act, because this makes sense. I'm going to think of the best way for me to win this game, I mean, the best way for us to win the game. But when you push to the edge, you're already hungry, you're already starving, you're already put in a situation where you think you're going to die, you already seen this nigga kill somebody, and obviously these people aren't going to protect you. And now the lights go out, it's strobe lights, and you start hearing people around you die, and people getting stabbed. It, it puts you, I think you're thinking about how what you would do in this current situation, not what right. a person pushed to the edge. Because even if it's just that one do. group that just starts killing people, I don't know if I'd be calm in that situation. Yeah, like, damn, that's niggas. crazy. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Possibly. Probably just because. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I know. I feel like if shut up, but I do feel like if like you know if I ever have the urge to just kill a whole bunch of people, and then but, it was I mean, just like I, it's it just came like, up that I wouldn't get in trouble for it. But it's like it's like would you really? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's me. I guess no, that's I just me personally. I, I like, mean, hey, read up would, on... like, would you really? Would you really? Like, yeah, you're pushing the. Okay, I mean, every, like everybody, everybody was like, yo, I'm, you know, I, I'll do this, I'll do that. But when you, and it's like right there. Yeah, but here's the next thing, really, though. I like, mean, the next re- games are literally like team v team, right? So they're gonna have to kill people anyway. But they don't. Okay, to Josh's point, they don't know that. I mean, time. they they don't know that, but. Okay, yeah, but they, you but can't, you, like, you, you, you don't know. You can't, you can't think that's out of the realm of possibility that you're not going to be in a game literally against somebody. Like, yeah, because even before then, they all talked about working in teams, splitting up in a group. So naturally, I, I can see that way of thinking. But I will tell you, Josh, read up on a 1906 Atlanta race riot and see how that went down and how when people left without lawlessness, how people act. 
there's a very thin line that's keeping this whole thing called order together. Bro, very uh, thin. Of, uh, of people. And it only takes one thing to happen. Think of all the but, uprisings I mean, that is, and riots that were going on in the country the last couple of years. Like, it only takes at, one thing. You know? But at the same time, what is the control group of that and what is the control group of the people in that room? The sam- I guess like more so the sample size. What is the sample size to the people in that room and the sample size of the people there on those riots? And of in those situations, people- the poor people. Yeah, I mean the circumstances are going to be similar. Like people whose backs are up against the wall, and they feel like there's no place left for them to go. I, again, not justifying any of it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Man, it was just right. saying, just just throwing that out there too, because I'm also in the mind of like that doesn't make like a. It makes I, sense. I'll put it up, up it to, makes like, sense because the money is going to come down, up, up but it doesn't point. make sense. I'll put it this way. I want more guinea pigs. Up to that point, <laughs> not necessarily coming from the from the perspective of like I've seen that episode and then I've seen how it goes after that. But up until that point, what I've seen of the show, I was like, what? I was kind of like, that's kind of that, that's kind of like pushed the extreme for no, me personally. I, what I I've think, seen. Granted, I'm pushing back against you, but I'm also in the same way. Like this isn't like my fate. I don't think this is some great work masterpiece or anything like that. I can see why people are into it. I can see why. Oh, I can see why this is popular, but it's not my idea of great television. Yeah, it doesn't. It is not. It's seeing people act out in a certain way, but it's not like provoking some deeper thought. I'm not gonna. You know, I watch an episode of Insecure, and I go, and I want to write about it. I want to be like, dang, I want to dissect this scene and how this moves and things like that. What it did with the cameras here was really cool, and this, like, you know, I watch an episode of Atlanta, I get those feelings. This, yeah, is, were, this is just like what? Literally, it's a roller coaster ride. Like, what the fuck, fuck is going to happen going, next? Yeah. No, honestly, my my favorite part is the is like the subplot with the dude that's infiltrating. The organization. That was, I did enjoy. I did enjoy yeah. that. I did enjoy that. He was, he was trying. For that. He was trying to find his brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank he you. Said, he said that from I the did, beginning. I did. I did. I did. Like, because they gave you at least. I think that, that point, was. that part, that part of the show gave more context of yeah. the entire world. And that's I did why, that's, that part. that's why it kind of like it kind of worked, and you, and we get to see the other side of like the like the people like in the red suits and shit like that. They're fuchsia. They're in fuchsia. They're up here enabling. These situations, and meanwhile, they're sitting back getting control. They they have a, a little bit of control in their life. I have one question. What's up? Why do they tie the um like caskets? It's not even a casket. It's like a coffin. They tie, they, they tie it's a I think I haven't seen it's it. Again, I haven't finished it. I haven't finished it either. I think it's all a reference back to the very first episode when he got he bought his daughter mm-hmm. that gift at the vending machine, and he didn't know he didn't he didn't check it. He didn't know what it was, and when he opens it, it's a gun. But it's not really a gun, it's a lighter. I think it's like all a big reference back to that. Like, okay. And they throw them in the box, they cremate them? Yeah. Yeah, because I was just like, why you spend this money on a real bow if you're going to just burn it? Because it's, That was a big, big budget production, whatever they were at. It was a big budget production. Like, I keep waiting. Like, I, I like, think about like who was painting those walls in the MC Escher type <laughs> room where they'd climb it up the stairs. Like, yeah. somebody had to paint those walls. Yeah. Right? Who got, did they get paid to do that? That was another no, thing I that was a very, That was a very good paint job. I keep like, thinking, like, was, is, this, is this like some reality TV shit and someone is like on some the dark web? Is, it, is this on live leaks? Yeah, I was really like, just watching this for yeah, real, for real. Yeah, like someone, Possibly. it can't just be this one person for this one. Because when you see that one person in the first episode, he's sitting there. It pours up some Y'all just gotta watch some more episodes, drink, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just again, I can see, I can see the appeal. It's a good show. Yeah, this isn't my idea of you know. I feel uneasy. I feel on edge. Now I just gotta finish it. And then also certain things that make me uneasy. So I walk, I just walk into Madrid's room, start talking to him. He's like, no, you get back in there. You finish. But I feel, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> 
Like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I think I think everybody would have their own. I guess like everybody would. I would hope that most people would have their own perspective on the show. Yeah. But no, I, I read the Battle Royale manga as a kid, so, so it's, it's I I. It, it went uh, having seen Alice in Borderland, then watching the show, I was kind of like, I've seen this before. I know the genre. It was okay to me. Not bad. It was. It wasn't. It's not bad, but it is like. Does it deserve being the number one show in Amer- in? I mean, look at right Hunger now. Games. That shit, look at Hunter, Look yeah, at Lost. Look at that shit. Fucking took off. If it's the number one, it's going to be some mid to some. Look at America. Look at who you're talking. I mean, not. I'm not even talking about everywhere else, but just America in general. Like, like things if, are if, number if, one if, here. It's probably. It's most likely is going to be submit to some, to somebody. Exactly. So I just. I, I just happen to be that person. Okay. In this. In this go round. Mm-hmm. In this. No, hap- in this specific go round, mm-hmm. I was like, I was mid. So a show that I thought was going to be mid. <laughs> But I actually am enjoying at least the first two episodes. Is the reboot of the Wonder Years? Oh yeah, with the Black Family. It's, it comes on Hulu. I have no idea what days it comes out on. I feel like it comes on a different day every week. But it's uh, that shit is great. And the one thing I was worried about them doing, they do do it, but it's not as cringy as I thought it was gonna be because it's set like 1968 in Alabama. In the yeah. first episode, spoiler alert: Martin Luther King Jr. dies. He gets, yeah. he gets assassinated. That's how they end the episode talking about that. And then the next episode kind of starts off with that. But because I feel, not to say I feel better about it, but they kind of got the elephant out of the room early and they talk about the racial tension, but it's not race riots. It's not the church bombing. It's not that. It's, huh, the microaggressions, the these black people are feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like the teacher, it's like, oh, is that racist? Is the teacher, oh, oh it's like, oh, he's not prejudiced. She's not prejudiced. It's like the white kid, their white friend, oh, they're no, not prejudiced. I remember that. It's, kind, it's, of, like, it's kind of like uh, summer 2020. Yeah, it's like, if, like I said, if, I guess if you're still out, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, this, the white teacher, she's expecting so much more from the black kids and oh, you're black. Oh, you, you do good. Maybe I'm putting too much pressure on you. Maybe I'm expecting less of you because my, you know, is it a microaggression if your if your white teacher expects less of you because something bad happened? Like I remember being at Georgia State the day after uh, Trump got elected, and mm-hmm. every class I had, every teacher said, "Yeah, the school pretty much told us if you need to vent, we're going to take the first twenty to thirty minutes of class just right, talk whole, about your feelings." The whole city was down. I remember taking. Yeah. I, I took the train. It was, it was back when I was working at the jewelry shop. I took the train to work. The whole every stop when mm-hmm. I when I got to Five Point Station in, mm-hmm. in center of the downtown, you can feel that the entire energy of the city was just like down. It wasn't even it wasn't even it wasn't even like you look at person and they look sad. It's like you literally just going about your day normally, but you can feel the energy mm-hmm. of like yo, Atlanta was like yeah. damn, they were they Atlanta was feeling it. You if you were if like if you were out and around during like during that time, Atlanta was like down. Yeah, for like a couple of days. After that, after a couple of days, it got to normal. It was like that. Then that the, first day, and then the Super Bowl happened. Yeah, after yep. that, then the Super Bowl. Yep. The yeah, it was like what a couple months later, February. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we and then actually was was that the same year or was that the year that we? Oh yeah, the year that we went to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and then we lost. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that, Trump got elected. Then I then he I got sworn in January. He was at a Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was in February. Yeah, I that was the first time my blood pressure spiked. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm trying to. I, I think I try to remember what was worse: Trump winning the election or Atlanta losing the Super Bowl. Like the date that Monday, mm-hmm. what was worse? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they were go, pretty. They, they go were pretty hand equal. Hand, they go honestly. hand in hand, really. It's like one thing kind of led to the other. If yeah. we're being honest, like yeah. no conspiracy <laughs> theories or anything. 
Yeah. Just real, just real but, shit. But the one of the years kind of captures that moment. Uh, talking about how you know the, the the how sad black people were, what was going on, and like I can understand being in middle school and not really understanding and knowing how to process what's going on. And you're upset about this complete your life. You know the fact that your best friend kissed the kissed the girl that you like, and you know it. And you know about it. That's the bigger deal. Then did that not hurt your whole heart when you saw that? I saw that scene. Was like he that bitch. I- Mm. That happened to me one time in elementary school. That's so sad. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It, you know what? You know when you're at the lunch table and the, you, like the girl you like, she's like, "Yo, oh, who do you like? Who do you like? Who do you like?" And like the girl that had the biggest crush on, she was like, "Yo, I like this other nigga." I was just like, Fuck. "But that's not it, though." His friend knew he oh. liked the girl, and then oh. he went over there to like meet up, and he was kissing the girl. He met like trying oh. to get up in there, and the, and the girl liked him too. You could tell the girl liked him too. It was some bullshit. Was like, oh man, that's it that's was rough. bullshit. It was so sad. That's rough. Granted, they kind of do away with it by the end of the second episode. But okay, well, I didn't watch second episode. You only watched first, so don't. Okay, I'm not. I'm okay, not. okay, okay, okay. I'm not. I'm just saying. It's but it's good. I I enjoy it. It makes oh me. I remember watching the Wonder Years as a child. And being so enthralled with this little white boy's life, Bruh. and I was like, "Yo, this is this this is good. This is good. This is good TV." Cool. It's not as cringy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I like '60s '60s Alabama. You would think the whole thing would be like 60s racism, Alabama. Mm. oppression, <laughs> suffering. Just screams mm-hmm. it, don't it? Yeah, it was like, damn, I don't know if I want to watch that. But if if they if they get it out of the way and kind of like hint towards it, if they, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just don't. I just would not want to watch another show. It's like oppression, racism. Da 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 da. Now I'm just like, I don't. Want, I don't. When there's so much no other things. things that I can watch, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch. Yeah, that. it's not so far. I've only seen the first two episodes. So far, they talk about it. It's there. It's very much present because you can't talk about a show set in that time period yeah. in the state of Alabama mm-hmm. and not reference it. It just they just want to be realistic. But the show isn't the focus. It'd be lifetime. On, yeah. I agree, it, I agree. it isn't. It is. I, that's not the focus of the show at I all. Can, I can. I can appreciate that because I, I. I really would just want to watch a show about black people being black, without a focus. It without a focus on being struck. You know, struggling and mm-hmm. racism and oppression. Mm-hmm. Just hey, let's be black. That's there. But we're we're still just like black people living our lives. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. rather watch. I would much rather watch that show than. Yeah, that whole theme. Yeah, it's just. They, they talk about fishing for half an episode. It's like yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a black sh- people, it's, black, it's like black people fishing. Yeah, let me watch that. Yeah, because we be fishing, we be fishing, we be yeah. fishing, and I'm fishing for that exit. Goddamn, it's been another episode, three piece set podcast, reporting live from Dead End Studios. We have the full team here today. Oh, doesn't that feel great, guys? What's the last, time? <laughs> last year. <laughs> That <laughs> was a pandemic year, you know. That was last week. <laughs> but as always, you can follow me at Speedwagon X. You can follow us all collectively at Three P Set Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. We'll be on Instagram. Yeah, we do, kinda. Not really, it's but there, we will be you there. Can find us. You know what I'm saying? It's just another avenue. You feel me? Yeah. Sassy, where you at? Hold on, I'm trying to get in my TikTok. Okay, you can find me at Thomas. Lede. All one word, no no underscores, no uppercase, no lowercase. Oh, Lede is L A D A I, just for those and not for There you go. Josh, Lee. I know Jones everywhere Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. There's probably some other place where I'm at. I can't remember what that TikTok? is. TikTok. TikTok. 
That's yeah, that's pretty much all I think that's all the ones. The Knickerbockers. You know what I'm saying? I'm on I'm on there. I'll be posting sometime. I'll be liking videos, you know what I'm saying? Catch me. Pokemon trading card game, You know what I'm saying? is you know it's it's Pokemon trading card game online right now, but later on it's gonna be Pokemon Live, Pokemon Trading Card Game Live. That's a new one that's coming out. I'ma still be there. You know what I'm saying? Follow me. We can trade cards. Da 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 da. You know what I'm saying we're trying to be ambassadors, affiliates, whatever. We're trying to get that bread. They passing it out. We still getting money. Band damn it, that nigga. Bread, nigga. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, pokey bread, nigga. Ah uh-uh. ah. Ashen, where you at? You can follow me on Twitter at Ash underscore Dunn underscore Stampede A underscore Stampede everywhere else. Three piece that is your favorite Bible podcast. This has been a Nosebleed production.